Broadcasting from the generator shed that used to power the abandoned lighthouse overlooking the Second World War, fortifications on the point of McNabb's Island in downtown Halifax, this is Tastes Like Fried Chicken. Another heater from the burner, sparking light of fluid. If you could find a crew that's any how to find the do it. Now what kind of music echoes through the catacomb? Home is where the heart is, so the heartless never had a home. Hey, you guys, how's it amazing. going? My name is Owen. I'm here to introduce and to uh, bring you episode number two of Taste Like Fried Chicken. Um, I'm here with my guest, Pete, and my co-host, Chill. But before I get to them, I would just like to mention a couple of things. The first thing is, people, we need more Ask Chill segments. We don't have enough. We need to know what you guys want to ask Chill. So call in, please, one 88 882-2887 and uh, leave us a voicemail if you are afraid to do that for some reason don't be scared people, chill is amazing you can send us an email send us an email at owenandchill at gmail.com that's owenandchill all one word, at gmail.com and I just wanted to say one quick thing here people before we get going I wanted to shout out my people over there at Backburner Crew this song you are listening to right now is Lifers by Backburner, it's on their Heatwave album, and this album is sick. This album would be well worth it at $20, but you don't have to pay that for it. All you have to pay is $9.99 on iTunes, and let me tell you, this is an amazing album. I friggin' love it. I haven't been able to get enough of it. I keep listening to it, and if you like this song, just check the rest of it out, people. It's amazing. These guys are fucking awesome. And uh, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. So without further ado, here is my co-host, Chill Chill, how are you doing today? Oh, man, I am fine. But first of all, let me just say something, okay? Because you're begging the people to ask me shit, okay? And it's like, give the people a minute to absorb and then respond, okay? That's what you got to do. Absorb, marinate, and respond, okay? And before I go any further, I want to send... A special shout-out to Leonard Brothers, okay? Leonard Brothers was the first dude who ever showed me love ever since I've been on this uh, podcast uh, tip. You know what I'm saying? And uh, anybody out there who's who's interested, uh, Leonard Brothers has a site, and it's called L Brothers Media. Why don't you go and check that out on Facebook? Why don't you go ahead and like it? Uh, he's a talented dude. He is the the owner and CEO of his own film company. Uh, hey, you know, I, I don't know what he do. You know, uh, hey, I think he do porn. You know, he say he don't. He, you know, hey, whatever. It, it's whatever. But go and check him out. Support him. And I want to give a shout out to Amber P. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, you know she just getting her little podcast off the ground, but she's showing us love. And uh, I just want to let those two know that uh, I appreciate what they're saying. 
I just right. like to chime in on that a little bit too, because like you know, in the war movies, when the you know the whole squad gets wiped out, and there's that one dude who's able to you know fight his way through all the shit and uh, capture the enemy and bring back twelve prisoners uh, single-handed with nothing but a bayonet. That is L Brothers Media when it comes to uh, podcasting and supporting. This guy is crazy. He he's tweeting that he's about to start listening, and he already loves it. He's the only person that gave us a, a comment on Stitcher, which by the way, that's a great thing to do if you can give us a comment on stitcher the guy is a fucking powerhouse he's amazing and we really appreciate him and i have to say amber like i love amber she's amazing her show is excellent check it out it's uh let me do the math black sexy geeky and mental that's correct bsgm thank you rod um and uh she's awesome man like she is uh she's been helping me out trying to fix some of my technical issues i've got going here and she's just an all-around great person and that podcast is phenomenal so check that out you guys it's good stuff so um other than that wait 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 you forgot somebody and shout out to karen uh, from uh, Rod and Karen, also one of the Black Eye Tips, because from what I understand, Karen has also given you some insight as to the technical aspects of uh, right. uh, trying to run a podcast. So we have to give Say That Again a shout out. That's Rod, right. fuck I you, that again nigga. And you're wrong, nigga. Guess what? In your face, I got a podcast, nigga. In your face, Rod, <laughs> you are wrong about everything. I am right in your face. How you say it? That's right. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Rodimus Prime, who is being spoken to and cursed out, just uh, so you people out there may not know. Rod said, get your own show, Chill. And uh, that's what we did. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say fuck you, Rod, but on behalf of Chill, you know. Fuck you, Rod. And, um, you know, uh, we love those guys over there, though. Seriously, at Rodimus Prime. Follow them. Follow him on Twitter at uh, say that again as that as in D-A-T on Twitter. Follow them. They are amazing. You will not be disappointed. And um, they're great people. And actually, we got a shout out on Thursday's show from Karen, not Rod. He's sort of glossed over. That's cool. I understand he's a very busy man. He has uh, 3,500 followers. He doesn't have time for us little people, but that's okay. We love him anyway. He's an amazing dude, and hopefully we will have the both of them on the show separately and get them to talk shit about each other in the coming days. One more thing, if I may. If I may. Okay, look, people, I don't know when y'all going to hear this, but y'all got till motherfucking Monday to vote for the Black Eye Who Tips. You know, the 2012 Stitch Awards, hey, they coming to an end. They, they, vote for them, man. Vote for Get you, get your friends. Vote. You, can, you get to vote once a day. Vote for them, man. We got to put them up there. Uh, and shout out to Cho Nilla with they gibberish talking asses. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. That's right. And just to add to that, um, they are in the top five out of 8,500 worldwide podcast people. So listen, this is important. You got to get out there. You got to let the people know that they are the most original podcast on Stitcher. They are amazing. They deserve it. They have earned it. And uh, get out there and vote, motherfuckers. 85 million. Million? I thought it was 8,500 shows. Well, you know, I'm just trying to hype up shit, you know. <laughs> Whatever. They're top five. Top five. Come on. <laughs> That's incredible. That shows you how amazing their listenership, which hopefully part of that is our listenership, um, are. And uh, you guys, you got to get out there and do it. Now, I did have one other thing. What I would like to say here is go to tronilla.com 
hit the donate button and donate because this here is something we are trying to get going. We are trying to build a media empire. We want to get real people who have real jobs and real lives out there speaking the word that is the truth. And the only way to do that is to build this shit up. And now if you don't have money to donate and if you don't, that's fine. But just listen, if you do have money to donate, every penny you donate goes into a fund goes into a pot. It's cumulative. So if you donate five bucks now, five bucks down the road, and then it gets up to 25 bucks, you get merchandise without doing anything more for it. You just donate it and you get that. The donation goes to Chonilla and you get free shit. Come on. Nobody else does that. That is the best deal out there in the donate realm. So please, 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 come on, people. Donate. Let's, let's support this. And if you can't support this that way, you can call in. You can phone in. You can send in emails and you can make this, uh, l let us know you're out there. Let us know you love us. All right. That's all I got for housekeeping. Uh, we ready to introduce our guest, Chill? Okay. One more thing. Uh, Owen, uh, first of all, go ahead, Sister Soldier. Okay. And uh, second of all, you, 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 do you think it's, it's, it's wise for us to like bludgeon the listeners over the head with the donate button? You know, look, we want y'all motherfuckers to give. Don't, don't get it twisted now. But, like, uh, you sound like a, a crack fiend trying to negotiate for that, 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 that two for the five, that crack rock deal. You know, uh, there you, you, go sure you might not want to tone it down, again. you know. Just, uh, I'm, I'm just curious, you know. I'm just, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, please, donate. And this and that, and that, and that. Okay, uh, I, think, I think they get it, you know. But yeah. we, we don't want to turn them off, do we? Well, see, the little bits of feedback I've got say that uh, you're too hard on me and uh, you need to back off a little bit there. So I'm going to listen to the listeners and tell you, fuck off, chill. I'm not doing nothing wrong. You can eat it. <clears throat> hey, you ain't wrong because my girl told me to let you talk more, too. So keep that in mind. I'm not going to expose our secrets and what we talk about <laughs> and the reason why I talked so much the last episode. But you know what? I can respect the game. I'm going to let you get it. Go ahead with your badass. I think we lost Owen. Here we are. How's it going? Can you guys hear me now? Yes. I don't have chill no more. Yeah, you do. I said oh, go ahead slick. with your bad ass. <laughs> Sorry mm -hmm. about that. We are new at this, people, so please forgive. So um, I have a couple of questions here. I have a couple of topics. But first, I would like to introduce our guest. He is my little brother. He uh, is somebody who I have taught absolutely everything he knows that is good in this world and um uh yeah so like uh, here he is a peter diamond he's an amazing dude and he owes it all to me how you doing pete yeah, i'm doing pretty good how are you <laughs> awesome awesome he is coming to us by the way if you people don't know from uh Merdlin, austria which is outside of vienna and not australia austria it's uh next it's to germany of australia too though it is outside of Australia, sure, but it's uh, it's over there uh, next to Germany, above Turkey, and um, you know, just kind of way the fuck over there in Europe. And it's all a bunch of German-speaking white people who are kind of uh, fruity. I have to say, I was over there visiting a while back, and um, I was never once threatened. Uh, my manhood was good the whole time, which is saying something in public for those of you who know me. So. Um, I'd just like to say uh, one other thing here. Um, if you guys have any complaints or, or, uh, or troubles with the show, please 
Call Clove and Shirley, 1-888-82-2887. And um, yeah, I'm done. Uh, so are we good to uh, hit some topics here, you guys? What do you think? Let's do it. Okay, so I wanted to start out by putting Chill on the hot spot today. Um, you mentioned the 976 uh, working phone number that you worked before and that uh, people should continue to listen in if they want to know about it. So, Chill, what's the deal with Jay? What the hell? Can you give us a little bit of uh, insight? All right. First of all, all right. I don't know how many of you outside of America are familiar with 976 numbers, but back in the day, it's like 20 years ago. Oh, God, I'm dating myself. But anyway, about 20 years ago, I worked for a 976 company. Um, hold on. Do you hear an echo? What's that? Do you hear an echo? Uh, nope. No, we don't hear it. Okay, cool. Well, I do, but you know what? I'm going to keep talking anyway. But anyway, back in the day, like 20 years ago, 976 was all the rage. And people in the States know about 976. 976 were sex lines. All right, now picture it. All right. I'm a black woman. I love pussy, right? Not only do I love pussy, I'm the dominant of the pussy lovers. You know, I play the dominant role. But I worked at a 976 line that pretty much catered to fucking men. Okay, sucking dick and all that shit. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> at that particular time, you know, I worked my way up. I was a, a phone operator. It was like the most disgusting thing I've ever done. But you know what? Them paychecks were looking right. So I'm like, let me stick with it. And... Within a couple of months, I worked my way up to management. So basically, they used to call me the Midnight Madam because I used to run a shift uh, at midnight. And, uh, yeah, I had my, uh, I don't like to call them that, but just for the sake of uh, this discussion, I had my hoes, you know what I'm saying, underneath me working the phones or whatever. But when I was coming up in the ranks, though, um, it was a guy named Jay, and uh the company I worked for had expanded and had a, they added a man-to-man line. And basically it was what it was, men talking to men. Now, there were some dudes, it was funny because there were, I mean, there were some dudes, it was the one particular dude, he was fresh out of prison, right? And he had a job there and he didn't last, he didn't last an hour. The first time he heard some dude say, let me suck your dick, that nigga fucking bounced up. It was like, fuck y'all nasty motherfuckers. And it's like, okay, I'm out. And nobody tried to tell him or talk him into coming back. We just knew he was a lost cause. All right, but we would get characters in there all the time. And there was this one particular guy called Jay. Jay, wherever you are, I'm sorry. Nobody don't know you no more. Shit, you don't even know if I know you. I don't even know if I know you. But this is this is Jay. Jay was like a hippie type dude. I mean, he was into tantric sex, all that shit. You know, so he was real cool. I got him. I introduced him to Snoop. This is when this is right by the time when um Snoop's first album dropped, Doggy Style. You know what I'm saying? And he was a, a DJ. And uh, blah blah blah. Woo woo woo. You know he was the kind of dude, it was like he was real, just real chill and shit, so I guess for whatever reason, he found himself comfortable with me, and uh, we were at work one day, and he was like, come here, let me show you something, so I'm like, I'm thinking shit, we finna go smoke some weed in the bathroom, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, I didn't know, so he goes, nah, come here, so I follow him into the men's bathroom, so this motherfucker gets on the floor, 
excuse me, I'm smoking a cigarette, not a joint. Uh, this motherfucker gets on the floor. First of all, he takes his bottoms down, okay? Takes his pants off. Gets on the floor of a nasty-ass fucking bathroom. And this motherfucker proceeded to suck his own dick. Now, if I'm lying, I'm flying, okay? And I ain't got no wings yet and none of that shit. This motherfucker sucked his own dick. Now, when I tell you... If I was to tell you I was taken aback, that would be an understatement. <laughs> this motherfucker right here sucked his dick to orgasm, okay? And when, and, and, and you know what the fucked up thing was? I sat there and watched the whole thing. Not because I was turned on, because, you know, <laughs> the whole dick sucking thing, it just really just, oh, that just really disgusts me. No offense to those that do and no offense to those that love it. But I said that, I mean, just imagine, if you saw a motherfucker, just imagine if y'all saw a, a woman who could eat her own pussy until she came. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw this motherfucker suck his own dick till he came. And I sat there, and, and it's just like, I was just like, really? <laughs> really? Is, is Really? Is this what life is like? When you okay, leave your okay, parents' so, house and shit, come man, you. I was I was twenty two. Now, man, you. I had been on my own since I was nineteen, but I got this job when I was like twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm twenty two, and I'm just like, now, really? Is this was up? And that shit just blew my fucking mind, man. That <laughs> shit blew so, my mind. So and so did, go ahead, yeah, go ahead right. on. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to know. Um, did he swallow? You know what? That's between me and him and the Lord. <laughs> okay, so let me. Uh, the other thing I want to know about this is, um, so he was large enough to do this, or was he just like crazy flexible, like some sort of yoga master? Both. You have to be Why? both. You have to be both. Now the dude was slight. Okay, you, you know, yep. physically, physically, you know, stature-wise, he was slight, but both. I don't give a damn if you had a, a a dick the size of fucking Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I still don't know how you could suck your dick if you weren't agile enough to do so. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I would say both. It's like the nigga ain't had no bones in his neck and his back, man. It's like his spinal cord. It's like it was made of jelly. I think, and it, it's like damn. Now I could, I could I could be really graphic. You know, as far as uh, describing it to you, but uh, I don't want to relive that episode. You yeah, know, it's kind of cool. nightmarish. Even hour, though it was fascinating, right? it was nightmarish at the same time. But believe <laughs> okay. me, okay. That so nigga my other question on came, this is... and I was just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was a freaky dude. From then on, I never shook his hand again. Just, just so you know, uh, he will be in his booth, and you know, from time to time, we had to check on 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 the workers and shit, and and, and what they were doing in their booths and shit. You know, when they had curtains at that time, and I was just like, "You okay?" I wouldn't even open it. Jay, you all right? And he'd be like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "All right." I wouldn't even open his goddamn curtain, but that shit just kind of blew my mind, man. Okay, so chill. And, uh, hang on. Now you were his boss, right? Yeah. And he got you in that bathroom under what pretext? He no, this was off the clock. This was strictly oh. off the clock. Okay. And it's just like that's just how you that's just how we roll. Cuz back then it's like now trust me, I wanted it by my damn self now. You know, you don't never go in a situation like that by your damn self. 
you know, you go in there with witnesses, witnesses, just in case, because, you know, we were always aware of, uh, you know, possibilities, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we do live, even back then, we live in a litigious society, so you was always aware of the setup, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, even back then, you know, you go in, you have your homegirls, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, just watch the freak show. Just in case, motherfucker want to come back and say some shit. Nah, nigga, you 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 can't even say no shit. Nah, nigga, it's like six of us against you. But so, I'm okay, saying, wait, so it, it, it was a show. But I'm this? just saying, it was just like what? It, 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 dude, I have never seen nothing like that before. And to this day, obviously, it sticks with me because I can recall it like it happened yesterday. The shit was just crazy, man. The the the, the the shit was just crazy. What else was you okay, going to say? What was you going to ask me? Oh, so you weren't the only person witnessing this? There were multiple Mm-mm. people in there? Not if you smart, hell no. Uh, bruh, we worked <laughs> in, the, uh, in, in the sex industry. And understand, at that time, people was fucking each other. Now, I never did that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I was just like, ew. This, this is how green I was. When I got when I got the job there, you know what I thought? I thought it was just a bunch of nasty women, you know, trying to get their rocks off, you know, talking sex. But I didn't know that that there were people of of all walks of life, you know, of all, you know, that that had uh, different sexual fetishes that that you know that did that kind of thing or whatever. I didn't know, but you know, I learned quickly. But at that time, that was when I was a worker. But by the time I became a manager, it was just like, yeah, I pretty much know. Yeah, don't you do this shit. You don't do. You don't. It's like, don't you walk into this shit by yourself. You, girl, you better know better. And okay. it was just like, I could tell you stories about motherfuckers and and, and motherfuckers fetishes that was just like, maybe they were look. Go ahead. Yeah. No. I just what I'm. I'm thinking. Uh, Here's what I'm picturing is, uh, you know, it's like a Friday afternoon. Everybody's sitting around, you know, it's it's five o'clock. Everybody's done or, or whatever time it was. And he's like, well, let's go for a beer. You know, we should all just sort of relax. But first, everybody follow me into the bathroom. I just got to take care of something. And then, bam, this is where he's going. Like, seriously, like he didn't even <laughs> he didn't even warn you guys. Like, hey, anybody want to see a guy suck his own dick? He just just went in there like, hang on, I just got to hold, take care of something, and bam, nailed you with it. Like he was just hoping you guys would watch it. Because if that's the case, this guy's in the wrong job. You know, he should not be on the phone. He should be he should be uh, you know uh, doing live shows because that is some serious fucking talent. Like that is not something that uh, your average that's human can do. What, Pete? His talents are going to waste. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? Truth be told, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you're kind of right, but you just got the hours wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, you ever heard the phrase, the freaks come out at night? That, oh, yeah. that, that's what it was. Freaks come out at night. So it's like, you get out of work, you know, at night. And, uh, you know, whatever. You go and you just like, hey. I mean, because during the night, you know, the word gets around, whatever. You you telling, I guess he's telling whoever, whoever, whoever. And then it's like, we're like, well, shit, we want to see. Nigga, don't tell us no shit like that. And, and you can't you can't show and prove. 
And so it's like, okay, the nice done, you know, nice shift, whatever. Management is in there. That's the one thing, you know, when, when I did work, I never worked morning shift. I always worked swing or night shift. I preferred the night shift because the bosses were there. We ran ourselves and, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, what it, what it was, it's like, you know, let's just say, you know, he'd get off at 10. I'm just giving an example. He'd get off at 10, and uh, it's like, uh, yeah. You know, let let hey, let's go see what we can. Yeah, okay, wanna watch? Yeah, let's watch. You know what I'm saying? And then afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers are like wild, and you know, whoever want to follow him, they go smoke a joint with him. But it's like, no, I'm, I don't really think I want to smoke no joint with you, cause no, it, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'll smoke it with you, but I better get first shot. You can have the last. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sharing after you've been sucking on it. So. Like, I just really hope that Jay didn't end up in some corporate environment later on where he didn't know what the deal was, you know, his first week. He's like, hey, guys, guess what? Let's, uh, we can go for a beer, but hang on. <laughs> Let me just show you something quick here. Nah, but you know what the thing was? It was like, on the, on the real tip, though, uh, he was, like, a lot of the homegirls loved him. You know, because he was a very, I mean, he was a, he was a put it this way, in hippie times, he was a very righteous dude. You know, he was a sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, live and let live, all that good shit, whatever. You know, but I'm thinking shit. I'm not. Look, I also have the philosophy of live and let live, but I'm not finna let you see how I live. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, he was a cool dude. And some of the females took to him and, and hovered around him or whatever, whatever. The thing is, I forget what happened to Jay. I knew he started having problems with his girlfriend, and he had to take a leave, and he never came back. That's all I know, you know. But for the time we had Jay, oh, shit, yeah. Jay was the shit. Jay Jay was like the freak show, side show. He was the talk of the town, talk of the day. And, you know, I really couldn't engage in that too much because, you know, hey, I was a supervisor, but... You know, and the, and the cool thing about it was between, you know, the, the people on the phones, it's like they always had my back. They would never get me involved. It's like, yeah, they knew. They knew I would be there watching sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. But the thing was they never snitched me out. Now, they'll snitch each other out, but they never snitched me out, man. They would never snitch me out, you know, but it, it was just, it was weird, man, because, mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you, man. You you talk about it when I worked there. Okay, I I could tell you some shit. Pete, let me ask you something. You still there, Pete? I'm still here. Before I get in your ass, uh, Pete, let me ask you a question. Um, I I don't I'm not I'm not sure how you came up. Look, your you, your brother on the real. Your brother brags about you. Okay, in a, in a uh, good way. That's real talk, you know. But as far as what I'm saying, Pete, do, do you think I'm strange so far from what you're hearing? Do you think I'm strange? No, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know you yet. We're just meeting. But there is one thing that I like about you already is that uh, you do spend a fair amount of time correcting my brother, which is lovely. I just what? <laughs> you spend a good amount of time on the show cor- correcting Owen, and it's nice to hear. I'm usually the one taking it from him, so it's it's, it's nice to see him on the on the back foot. You hear that, Owen? You hear that, Owen? In your motherfucking face, nigga. In your face, nigga. Yeah. 
That's okay. He knows your place. Don't worry. But, but, but hey, but back to the 976 stuff. Owen, what did you want to ask me after that? Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, honestly, I'm not real surprised that the chicks took to him because if he can fuck them and eat them out at the same time, that's a skill that very, very few people have. So, you know, and plus um, the, uh, the whole, uh, like, hippie thing, like, I'd... You know, I'd be live and let live uh, too if I could uh, pull all that off. Do you think he um, <laughs> like is this something he practiced or he just fucking figured it out one day or like that? That's a serious skill, man. Like that's that's not uh, that's not average. You know, the thing is, we asked like how the fuck, but his only response was, "It just happened." And you know what? <laughs> At that particular point in time, we just left it alone. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, yeah, what would make a motherfucker want to suck their own dick? Now, I've heard niggas say all the time, if I could suck my own dick, I'd never leave the house. You know, you just hear that. That's like a joke in passing. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga actually sucked his own dick. And when we asked, he's just like, you know, it just happened. Now, I don't know what the hell he was going through that made him want to try to suck his own dick. I don't know. But you know what? That nigga did it. And like I said, I was just so amazed at the fact that I was watching that. That the actual that 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 the fact that he was actually sucking his own dick that the the dick fucking was going on, I just like uh I mean the fact of actually seeing a dick, cause you know how I feel about that shit. That's my kryptonite right there. You know real dicks are my kryptonite right there. But actually seeing that, it was just like you just have to be amazed. It's just like all right, fuck all this shit. Put your big boy pants on and just look at what the fuck you looking at. You know what I'm saying? And then that's what I had to do. It's just like wow. And, and, and see, today I got a story to tell. That that's that's just real talk right there. <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, I don't want to spend too too much time on um, sucking your own dick, much as a lot of people would. But uh, uh, you had something to say there, Pete? <laughs> no, I, I was just picturing how how he might have accidentally discovered this talent. I don't know, maybe just tying his shoe and popped himself in the eye or something. Washing <laughs> his feet in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun show. I can tell already. Uh, go ahead, Owen. I'm <laughs> go ahead, Owen. I'm listening. <laughs> no, no. Fuck. That's gold, man. I'm glad I asked. So, um, uh, one more little thing to put you on the spot, Chill, since you're always um, telling me what I'm doing wrong. I just wanted to find out, um, do you have a steady, uh, a steady chick? Yes, I do. You do? And her name is Gigi. Hey, girl, I love you. Girl, hey, I'm going to tell you something, Owen. I talk a lot of shit. I love pussy. I love titties. But I always say I only fuck with one pussy at a time. Mm -hmm. And that belongs to my girl, Gigi. Oh, that's my heart, girl. Girl, I love you. Okay, well, I got got a little little question. I love her so fucking much it ain't funny. I love you, girl. Okay, I so think that's G- enough. You think she get? I love her. You think she get it? <laughs> I think she gets it. I think she gets All it. So, right Gigi, uh, you know our uh, our Gmail address is onnchill at gmail dot com, and our phone number is one eight 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 two eight eight two two eight eight seven. And I'd just like to know uh, whether or not Chill is in fact 
a vaginosaurus or even a vaginosaurus rex because personally i believe that um she is that that you know i i think that that's uh that's how uh, how she rolls, but um, we kind of need uh, an actual witness because I know Chilled likes to talk a lot of shit, but uh, I haven't heard anything backing it up yet that didn't come from her. So give us a call. Send us a note. That's all oh, I win. had on that. Oh, win. If, if I may interject, yes. that's why they call it a personal life. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Because it's personal, motherfucker. <laughs> that's why nobody don't know about it. But let, you know what? <clears throat> um, let's get to your brother because... Yeah. I got something to say to your damn brother. So let's, okay, let's get back to your brother in the introductions and all of that good stuff. Go ahead. Okay, so here's Pete, Peter Diamond. He is a working um, graphic designer, I guess, but really just yep. like a, like an artist. Uh, you, Pete, can you give us a spiel and also say your website? Uh, yeah, the word would be illustrator, uh, and the website is peterdiamond.ca. Cool. So you illustrate, um, like, uh, on contract, right? Like, um, say, oh, I don't know, uh, the New York Times book review, for instance, called mm-hmm. you and needed some good shit, and uh, you were published in them. And also, uh, name, name, name a couple other uh, high-profile spots that your beautiful art has been featured. Uh, National Post in Canada, uh, The Progressive, which is uh, also uh, American, uh, Plant Sponsor Magazine. So generally magazines. Uh, there's bands, too, for album covers and whatnot. Uh, none of them have been high, pro- high profile up to this point. So people check, been- check, people check this guy's stuff out. Like, uh, like I said, I taught him everything he knows, but like, it's, it's, it's amazing how the skill he's got because he has been doing this literally since he was, I don't know, six or seven. He's been sitting there with a pad on his lap, not going out and doing fun stuff, not, you know, being cool. Instead, he's been uh, working on his craft (laughs) since he was a little child. And you can tell. Uh, I remember reading a review from somebody who was was a a critic um, who did a write-up on Pete, who looked at his stuff and said, "Uh, where's this guy been? He's obviously been in the trade years and years. And that was when Pete was first coming out. Like, he is a genius. He's brilliant. And I know Clove has talked about him before. But uh, but he it, it's incredible stuff, you guys. Like anybody would be proud to have stuff like this on their wall. Um, so one little thing I wanted to get out of the way uh, before we started, Pete. Um, we do a little section on this show called uh, well, we don't have any for the for the section, but it's essentially chill. Chill has fourteen dicks. Those who who have listened to this before know that she has a rack somewhere. I'm assuming in her basement with the lock and key on it that has fourteen different dicks on it. And uh, each week we assign some um, some number of dicks to suck to things that need to suck a dick. And I was hoping that you would be able to tell us in German, since you are now trilingual French. English and German. I would like uh, to hear if you can tell us what uh, Mitt Romney should do with those dicks in German. Yeah, bitte. Der Herr Romney kann gern 14 Schwänze blasen. <laughs> One more time, just because people didn't catch that, probably. Der lieber Herr Mitt Romney kann sehr gern 14 Schwänze auf einmal blasen. And was that 14 out of 14? That would be 14 dicks, yes. <laughs> Fuck the, you, Romney. So, just, I mean, to be accurate here, the concept of sucking some sort of disembodied dick entity on its own, you know, that can be multiplied by whatever number, it doesn't really translate to German. 
they don't that that concept hasn't made its way across the Atlantic yet. But <laughs> strictly speaking, that's more or less how you would say it. All right. So we got that taken care of. Just uh, just in case there's any German speaking voters down in the states there. Now you guys know what to do. Um, so, uh, chill. I, I heard that you had a little bit of beef with this guy. Yeah, I did. Cause, uh, <clears throat> see, you know, I, I am, uh, a devoted Chonilla listener, you know, and, uh, a few episodes ago, I heard you get on the mic and say that, uh, I'm not trying to get involved what, 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 what did he call it? The 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 cane or some shit like that or whatever. Okay, whatever. It, it would be the, the and then you tornado. went on it's to say sort of a, that a even though you didn't want to get involved, you went on and put your two cents in <clears throat> about there being bats in Miami. First of all, fuck you, nigga. Ain't no motherfucking bats in Miami. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a damn what you Google, nigga. Ain't no fucking bats in Miami. Did you look at okay? the video? Did it ain't none. Damn what you read. Damn what you heard. Damn what you done research. Ain't no fucking bats in Miami. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's it ain't none. I wouldn't it's give fake. a fuck if Batman lived next door to me. It ain't no fucking <laughs> Bats in Miami, okay? So you can get that. Sh- Look, I ain't never heard no fucking bats on the news, no bat outbreak on the news. I ain't never heard nobody being bitten by no bat. I've been here for 42 years and ain't never heard shit about nobody being attacked or bitten by a damn bat, okay? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so fuck you and your information, nigga. Though. Ain't no fucking bats in Miami. That's real. You 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 understand that, Mr. Watercolor? You understand that, Mr. Paint by damn numbers? Do you understand that shit? Ain't no fucking bats in Miami. All right? I'm done. You got some homework to do, but, you know, that's all good. <laughs> Nigga, that's all you got? <laughs> no, no, the video is all I got. That's really all I got. I don't, I don't give a damn about no damn video. Nigga, they could have been in Miami, Ohio. What the hell? It's funny. What the fuck are you talking about? They're on the video. Oh, oh, I know you see me on the video. Not true. Come on, man. Really? <laughs> okay. So what what so did what you chill? see on the video? Tell, 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 tell me something good. <laughs> so, Chill, you're saying that's like the moon landing, like um, the government uh, has a gigantic uh, conspiracy to make it look like uh, Miami's full of bats? All day and day. Day, grassy knoll, that kind of shit. All day and day, man. Come on, man. Ain't no fucking bass in Miami, man. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, right. Ain't no goddamn bass in Miami, bro. Ain't, 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 ain't none. Ain't, ain't. It just ain't none, bro. It, it, it really? It, it ain't none, bro. Sorry. No, that's that, that's no all I gotta say, Mister Paint. My numbers. Ain't none. Ain't none. Listen, Pete. Listen, Pete, what you've stumbled across here is actually that uh, Chill is the um, secret identity Batman or Bat lesbian or whatever of Miami, and uh, she can't uh, tell you the truth. So let's just back off of this one. We don't want to give away her secret identity or else the Miami Joker might end up at her house, uh, uh, you know, call with a calling card. So we don't, we don't want to we don't want to give away her um, Chill Batmobile or uh, any of that shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nigga, you the only one know the number to that shit. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, really, really? Let your brother speak. He opened it. Let him, let him, let him speak on it. Goddamn it! I want to know where the goddamn bats are. What part of Miami are the bats in? I want to know so I can call Channel Seven and let them know it's some fucking bats in Miami and they need to get rid of them motherfuckers. Where are the motherfucking bats, nigga? Where are the bats? Chimneys, under the roofs, and in the trees. <laughs> oh, That's oh, where they are. You just got to look at oh them. That's all. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> they under the roof, in the tree. Oh, okay then. All right, you That's know what? Bats are everywhere, man. Bats all right, everywhere. Pete. The whole world's all right, got bats. Don't worry about it. It's all good. All right, Pete. So, Pete, <laughs> um, this is what I want to know. Owen, may, may, may I ask you a question, Owen? Of course. Owen, I want to know what it's like living in the original axis of evil, okay? The birthplace of all things rotten and demonic, okay? I I want to know what it's like living in a place where uh, all male men are considered undercover homosexuals, okay, and have a mistress some damn where, you know, uh, hidden in a bunker where when worse comes to worse, they're going to... uh, take out a gun and take their own lives. I want to know what it's like living there. That's what I want to know. So you're talking to Pete on that one. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, that's where I live. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the new one on me, Jill, I got to say. Uh, the, I was with you until the, the bunker part, because that's new to me. But the, the axis of evil, the World War II Nazi business, uh, yeah, that's, that's a little weird, actually. Um, that's actually, uh, something you got to kind of come to terms with. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure that Austria actually has yet. Um, that, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know if that was a real serious question or not, but, um, no, P, P, let me understand, understand something. When I talk to you, it's never serious, Pooh. Now, if you're taking it that way, let me apologize for real. And on the record, real talk, I apologize. But this is all bullshit. Look, I know about the bunk and all that shit. I'm just fucking around because, nigga, you in Austria. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just playing an ignorant card. And all things German, you know, I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to associate with Hitler. So, Take it with a grain of salt and just flow with it. And goddamn it, answer the question. All right. Uh, I I prefer to think of it of the land of coffee and cake. <laughs> okay. So when I was there, I I recently. <laughs> I like your style, I recently... man. I like your style. German coffee. I I like that. German cake. German. I I like your it's style. Good. It's good. I like your style. But you. seriously, but seriously, if, if I may ask a question. How did you end up in uh, Austria? I mean, was it, uh, did your career take you there, or was it uh, a nice uh, tenderoni, as we say? Tenderoni, uh, by the way, means uh, a beautiful young woman. Was it yeah, a tenderoni yeah I, figured, I figured that one out, yeah. No, it was, it, it was the tenderoni for sure. It's really? always the tenderoni. That's, that's the and and how did you, and, and, and it just so happened that your your, your career in, in the tenderoni just kind of like synced up and you just now just, you just one big, beautiful, happy family, so to speak? Well, the career thing, uh, I, I wouldn't really have come here um, for the career. If it had been a career thing, I would have gone to New York. Um, but no, I, I, I met an Austrian girl and she 
brought me home, basically. <laughs> really? That simple. He's That's a souvenir. Simple. I'm a souvenir. The, uh, it's, it's, the, the, this, uh, this city is full of Anglophone souvenirs. The uh, um, North American guys that uh, I met when I was there uh, hanging out with Pete all, all refer to themselves as souvenirs. I guess, I guess you know, I'm not going to say this as a blanket rule, but it seems like Austrian men are a little lacking. Let's say that. They're a little, a little uh, light in the, um, you know, testosterone department. And uh, it seems that the really hot Austrian chicks uh, bring home um, your good, uh, rugged North American males. Wow. Wow. It's not how I would describe oh, myself. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you're rugged. I'm just saying that no. that's what they usually do. And she wanted to. Well, um, he is not. Well, if I may up. interject, he's not a native. Okay. He's an implant. You know what I'm saying? He's not a native. He 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 went over there. He he's a transplant. He went over there and and and, and you know he put down roots over there. He's not. So I don't think he should really take offense to what you're saying because uh, no offense whatsoever. He, that, that, it's not in his blood. Hey, you know his roots are not there. I mean, hey, he went. Him and his studly ways went over there and and and. He got the beautiful woman, so uh, I think that kind of lends credence to what you're saying, you know. It's true. But at it's the same true. time, you live in a motherfucking country full of fucking punks, man. What? How the fuck did that feel? <laughs> full of punks? I wish there were more punks here. Uh, be careful. <laughs> maybe how we you say need that. a different kind of punk. I think we do. I think there's a little bit of a lingo problem there. <laughs> yeah, be careful how you say that, because I don't know if you understand. Uh, you, I think you I don't do. Know, no, I just uh, been, I'm just being difficult. I yeah, understand it's you. really something lost in the translation, because I don't <laughs> think you understand uh, what punks mean over here and what punks mean over yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, just to sort of... Um, get a little serious because uh, Jill can't. Um, w- one thing I noticed when I was over there, like you go through Vienna and Vienna is, is a city that's just, the architecture of the place is amazing because it was built um, during the Habsburgs, the Habsburg Empire, the Austrio- Austro-Hungarian Empire at a time when these guys were basically ruling most of the civilized world. But they didn't right. really have any reason to. They didn't have a great military. They didn't have a great uh, economy or army. That Basically the way that they ruled in, in the... Um, um, sort of the- theoretical way was basically money and prestige. And uh, so when you go to Vienna, there's this place called the Ring Road, which is basically this big road that goes around the old city that replaced the city walls that were from medieval times. And these, this, this part of the city is so ornate. All these buildings are just, they're these works of art. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, it's just this, like, every fucking building. You can, you can look up and say, wow, that's amazing. I can, I can use that as a landmark. You walk two blocks over and you realize there's ten of them all in a row. So these places were basically built through um, the funding and the vision of the Jewish uh, investors and the Jewish um, patriarchs, or uh, what's a better word for that, like uh, the Jewish landowners that lived there at the time. A lot of it anyway, not all of it, but a lot of it is, 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 comes from this Jewish money. And then when um, Hitler came along, he basically either chased away or killed all of these people. So you end up with this uh, weird situation where you've got this gorgeous, gorgeous city that uh, is populated by people who, I'm not going to say that the individuals involved uh, let this happen, but two generations ago, you know, 
two or three generations ago. Like me and Pete's grandfather fought in the same sort of battles that Pete's, and I think in fact in specific battles that Pete's wife's grandfather fought in on the other side. So you have this very strange dynamic where this yeah. city is built by people who have been exterminated from that city. And to me, it was this very strange feeling. Also, like we're driving, we're going along on the streetcar, and I look up, I say, that balcony looks familiar. Well, if you guys have ever seen the footage from, from Hitler, one of Hitler's more rousing speeches back in uh, 1939, like you, I think almost everybody in the world would recognize this particular balcony because you can see that motherfucker standing up there shouting and, and giving his, uh, his salute. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it's yeah. a crazy thing, man. I'm telling you, it is a crazy thing to be there and to look at that and to think about it. It's, it's, uh, it blew my mind. It really did. It, it must be quite a fucking head trip for you, Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It hasn't really stopped being one. I mean, I haven't been here that long, but three years is, is enough time to, to ponder it. Um, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to puzzle it all out. I mean, it's a, it's an ugly story. Um, and, and I and I think that the attitude to, towards all of that history here is is still uh, a work in progress for for the Austrian people uh, figuring out how to feel about it because they 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 kind of have a, I mean first, I hesitate to you know make any statements about it because you know I wasn't here I haven't read all the history and it's complicated but there is a certain backdoor that Austrians can take uh, which is that you know they say they were taken over by by the, the Third Reich, that they were the, the first victim and, and whatever. And I mean, the history doesn't really bear that out, unfortunately. Um, there's actually, the, the, the story is that um, there was going to be a plebiscite, um, I can't remember what we call that in Canada, but a referendum to see whether we, well, whether we, <laughs> I'm saying we, whether the Austrians were going to become part of Hitler's empire or not, because he was pressuring them to. And the day before that this referendum was going to happen and there was a big movement to say no there was a lot of austrians saying no you know we don't want to be part of this empire um he sends his troops on that day uh they didn't even get to vote on it he came in and you know on the one hand you think okay well this is hitler's fault um austrians didn't want it but the fact is once hitler showed up there was i don't know there was 300,000 viennese lining the streets to meet him and to welcome him um you know, as restoring pride to the, you know, the German people or whatever it is, um, which is pretty fucked up and kind of hard to wrap your head around. Uh, really? So, yeah, there's like, like, that's why before when you when you asked that question, Chill, I, I, you said I didn't know whether you, <laughs> you really wanted the serious answer or not, because it's a it's kind of a big deal here. And um, yes, I do. To interrupt yeah. you, yes, I do want the serious answer. Look, I act a fool, but I'm not a fool. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I so know, I, know, yeah. I appreciate that. Go ahead, though. Yeah, and and you know, one of the things that that really brings it home um, is here on on the street. There are certain buildings, apartment buildings, office buildings, whatever, where in the building on the sidewalk or maybe uh, on the wall beside the door, there's a series of bronze plaques small square plaques that have names on them and those are the names of people who used to live in that building and were deported and killed in the various concentration camps of the Third Reich and some of these buildings have a good 15 or 20 of these plaques outside them and you see them all the time you know you're going you're you're going to buy a new pair of shoes or whatever you're going to meet someone for coffee 
and you just wow. you just step over these names and it, it really brings it home all the time and uh there's shit like that everywhere here and uh yeah, you know what Owen said about about the, the the Ring Road. It was actually one of the nicknames for it was Zion Road because there was so many, so much of the wealth on that street was was Jewish money, and not only were a lot of the Jews run out or killed, but after the First World War, well, in the First World War, there was a whole lot of there was a big movement in in at least certain parts of the Jewish community to sign up for the war. Because they had recently, relatively recently, been given rights as citizens of the empire, which they previously hadn't enjoyed, and they wanted to prove that they were Austrians just like everyone else, and that they that they were willing to do their patriotic duty. And that just did not work out. I mean, that that they were not rewarded for it. Um, and after the First World War, not, not only were they gone, but they didn't come back. Almost none of them came back. None of them wanted to be here anymore because they'd been stabbed in the back by the whole city. I think that was at least this is this is my reading of it. Um, that's how it looks to me. Um, right. And yeah, you don't you don't you, run you across that. There's a part of the city that that died when they left. I mean, when before this happened, before the First World War, particularly, this was this city was thriving. It was like New York in the modern world. It was the center of philosophy, writing, art, medicine, science, everything was just bustling and they were just cranking out geniuses here. Uh, and a lot of them were Jewish and certainly the whole thing was largely supported by Jewish patrons. And that's just, it's, it's, there's part of the city that's just dead. And I think that's when it died, you know? It's, yeah, when it's you, actually, when you, no, go ahead. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, when you go to that um, art museum we went to there, uh, when you look at the older art, uh, it says the patrons and a lot of a lot of the patronage of the artists. And I mean, when you think about um, classical or not classical, but when you think about fine art, um, and and you think about the number of artists that have come out of a particular city, Vienna is way up there. We got they got Klimt, they got they, they just got this vast array of people, but it all stops. Around the nineteen, you know, nineteen thirties, forties, and um, it's it's something else, man, to to see that, and it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's heavy shit, and um, I uh, it it blows my mind how much, how clear it is there, and 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 something that I, it it really reminds me of is um, the way that uh, I'm probably I'm not going to just say this about Americans, but. Because Canadians are the same, but it's it's way less significant up here. But it reminds me of the way that Americans think about slavery, like it's not our fault. We didn't do that. Those guys did that. We aren't responsible for the situation. Those guys are responsible for it. We have an out, and we're not going to talk about it. And it uh, it blows my mind. It's like when like when we were there. Um, Pete and I did this uh, the last day we were there. We did this walk through the city, and we uh, one of the places we found just by accident was the uh, Gestapo headquarters site. And this is a spot where the Gestapo had their headquarters. Now, the Austrians tore down this building since. Uh, and so all they have there is this little art project about, about who was killed there. And a lot of it was gay and lesbian people that were, were murdered there. That was a big part of it. Murdered there and also sent off. And um, it's just this little thing. Like the Austrians, the people that are there just walk past it. We got weird looks for standing and looking at that plaque, and it it blew my mind to just sort of trip over this place where all this horror had happened. And um, it's so easy if those people that you killed aren't there anymore to say it wasn't our fault. And um, I don't know if that's yeah. a fair comparison or not, but 
Yeah, well, you know what? But you know what? I just I just find it weird because, um, you know, just just a minute ago when you were touching on, you know, uh, gays and lesbian people that were killed, I I just find that odd considering that, you know, it was rumored that uh, Adolf Hitler himself was a homosexual. He was half Jewish. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, you know, that, and Owen, you've heard me say this to you in in, in private, you know, uh, thou dost protest too much. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, really? You know, uh, and I've said that as it pertains to the politics over here in America, you know, when you have uh, so-called religious groups. And I say so-called because I just really can't believe that uh, you could stand for one nation under God or you could stand for, uh, you know, uh, I love my brother like I love myself and still... Uh, think the way you do about those that are different from you, but even the way it lends itself over here, you know, you have politicians who, I mean, just rail against uh, other groups of people because of who they love and what they are. You know, it's 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 just it, the whole thing is just amazing to me. You know, and and sometimes you know, I just you you want to be able to say where did it start, but at the same time. When you when you when when I hear you know what Pete just said and what you just said, and I think about what's going on over here, sometimes I wonder if it's just human nature, you know, that mm-hmm. we just have all this this shit going on or whatever, you know. And I I don't know. It's it's you said you're in Vienna, right? You're mm-hmm. you're in yep. Vienna. Yep. Sorry, say it again. You 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 live in Vienna. Yes. And, and and so like uh, during the time when when Hitler was uh, just acting a damn fool, you know, and, and just doing what he was doing, it, it it's a, what I want to know is it's like uh, as far as your country's history goes, it's like where is he? You know, wh- because look. Like it or not, he's part of uh, the history, and I just want to know where is he ranked? You know how do like if you if you open the encyclopedia, where is he ranked? I mean, how do they how, how do they describe him? You know, it, it, as far as the well, history books go, I know how they do over here, but I'm just saying, like over there, how do they describe him as far as the history mm. books go? Well. Um, in terms of answering that question, uh, the the first thing I got to say is I I didn't go to school here. I've only been here for a few years, so I think to really know that you you would have had to to learn history here as a kid. Um, right. What I what I think I can say is I I can make a comparison between the way he's looked at back home uh, in North America. And Owen was talking about how you know it's easier uh, when you got a back door, sort of implying that it's it's a bit easier for people here to sort of get to get off the hook and whatever but for me what's easier is when you can see the whole thing in black and white and I always learned about the second world war as being possibly one of the only justifiable wars that's ever happened in history and as much as I I wouldn't necessarily jump to disagree with that uh, we do get a picture of the whole situation as good and evil I, I'm very ready to call Hitler evil, but uh, you can then by association, Germany becomes evil, Austria becomes evil, 
And it really, the fact is, it's a lot more difficult than that. It's a lot more complicated. Uh, My grandfather-in-law fought with the Wehrmacht. He he fought with with the German, with the Axis. he he wasn't a Nazi. Um, there were re- they were real people. Um, I I think inter and th- this part of the, my answer relates to what you were talking about gay and lesbian and 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 how people can, you know, talk one talk and walk a different walk. And I think the fact is that people, when shit is fucked up somewhere and shit is fucked up everywhere, people take the opportunity to lash out at scapegoats, to lash out at people who are considered to be weaker, to lash out at people who don't fit in. And the Jews never fit in in Europe, and gays and lesbians still don't fit in in North America. Although I, I, I'd like to think it's getting better, and people lash out. It's it, you you try to apply logic to it, as you said, and it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up to logic because it's a it's a deep seated emotional aggressive response, and I think that's why in or part of why in in the, that point of history you had neighbors lashing out against neighbors and people who were happy to live next to Jews one day and then were driving them out of the city the other. Um, right. But yeah, they were real people, and I think Hitler is looked at that way here. I think there probably is partly the desire to not talk about him too much because it's painful and it's it you have to admit some ugly things. But I think also he's looked at as a real historical figure and not and less of a monster that people often here will talk about um, the Nationalsozialismuszeit, which is the time of national socialism. Um, and that's a bit more of a dry kind of impersonal reference to that time. They don't talk about the Third Reich so much. They don't talk as much about Nazis. They talk about national socialism, which is a little bit more disassociated, I think. And I, I don't know how you would interpret that, but I think that's basically the clue to how it's looked at here. It's 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 a little less emotional, it, I think. It, but see that, but see, like I said, that's over there because over here, and and I'm sure you're aware of what's going on over here. We have presidential debates every four years, and you know, mm-hmm. this is the year for for America to uh, either uh, you know elect a new president or reelect an incumbent, and one of the things that keeps coming up is Israel. One one of the topics mm-hmm. uh, that keeps coming up is Israel, and 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 it's like, you know, it seems like for every incumbent and for every uh, for, for for anybody who wants to become president, Israel is at the forefront, and 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 because of obvious reasons, because look. They're like a little a little pea in a big bowl of soup, and they have like all of these, uh, you know, big noodles around them, so to speak. But at the same time, the Holocaust is something that Jewish people over here will never let you forget. Now, as a black uh, person, as an African American, uh, some of us can, you know, we, yeah, let's just call it what it is. Some of us get offended because it's like, look. Hey, we 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 went through the same thing you did. It's like, look, we were held in bondage. It, you know, it's like, hey, we suffered the same way Jews did, and 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 it's not to take away from, uh, you know, the plight of 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 of, of Jews and, and what they've gone through in their history. Now, I understand. First and foremost, Jewish people say that they are the chosen people, and I get that. But at the same time. 
we're talking about here in, in our country, and what I notice is that, you know, the Holocaust is something that is, put it this way, you just, from what I'm saying now, you're never going to be able to forget about that. You, it's never going to be a political cycle. It's never going to be any time and place that you're ever going to be able to say, uh, fuck the Holocaust. You know, and, 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 and rightfully so, you shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you a, qu- a quick story. Um, when I was 19, I'm sorry, I was 18. I was a, a year out of high school. I graduated high school when I was 17. I was out of high school. And I was working my first job in a, at a grocery store. I was in the office, you know, counting the money, whatever. And, you know, you have to come out and you have to... Uh, you know, you you you, ha- you have to uh, you know serve the customers, or whatever, even at your desk. And the first time I saw uh, a customer with uh, put it this way, the particular customer, he had he, he stretched out his arm to give me some money, and I saw numbers tattooed on his arm. Now, at that point in time, just just this quick, just in, in an instant, I was like. What the hell did this motherfucker got numbers? But then just that quick, I went back to what I learned in school and what I'd heard, and I was like, oh, shit. And without any words being said, just between the time of me seeing that, absorbing that, and and understanding what it was, I just gave him a look. And he just kind of nodded. You know, it's like he knew that I knew. And I was like, Really? You know, and and that kind of blew my mind because what I had heard about in my history books, okay, I was now seeing in person, and the dude had, like, his forearm, you know, had fucking, like, numbers tattooed across it, and I was like, wow. And it was kind of sudden, and I asked him a little bit about it, and I said, are you? And he goes, yes. You know, and from time to time he would come in and he would talk about it, and I was just like, wow. Now, that's the only experience I've had with the Holocaust. But with regards to you, you know, like I'm saying, my point, getting back to my point, over here, the Holocaust is something that, A, they're never going to let us forget, meaning the Jewish people. Not in a bad way, but at the same time, hey, why should they? So what I want to ask you, like over there, is the Holocaust something that uh is is it something that is talked about on the regular uh i mean, I mean how, how does that you know what i mean cuz it, it look it's uncomfortable for me talking about it because i really don't know how to uh how to talk about it without being offensive you know mm-hmm. because i'm telling you like this if you talk about slavery and you don't come correct I'm gonna have mm-hmm. an issue, so I'm 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 trying to be respectful, and I'm not trying to be you know ignorant about it. But I'm just want to know, like over there, how is the Holocaust talked about, and 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 mm-hmm. yeah, are you all uh, at the point well, I, I to where it's you, like you mean, okay, you, you want to be careful that's what talking happens. about any of these things. This and is what's what, and let's just move on. Or do you all like kind of acknowledge it, recognize it, and you know, you, you you celebrate it? Not so much as obviously what happened, but celebrate it as far as hey, let's not let this happen again. Something like that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's that's a hard question to answer. Uh, partly because, uh, like you said, you you want to be careful um, making statements on things uh, if you don't understand them fully. Um, my impression so far, and I have to admit, like I have to say, like I did before, I've only been here a few years, but um, it's almost never come up. Uh, wow. When I've talked about it with people, it's mostly been because I was asking about it. Um, that said, I would expect that here in the Jewish community there would be a pretty, a pretty real sense of it. Um, it would be really something real for people here, I would imagine. Um, there's a Jewish museum uh, in the Jewish quarter, which, as I understand it, one of the old Jewish quarters, which, as I understand it, is 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 a wealth of information. Real again, it's the difference between sort of stories uh, and, and and real history um, of you know registers of Jewish marriages, births, deaths, uh, changes that were made to those physical records by the Nazis, changing people's names in red letters and all kinds right. of shit. Um, right. Yeah, I, I don't hear it talked about a lot. Um, People back home feel pretty free to make Holocaust jokes. I've never heard one here, and I would not imagine that they would go down well. Um, that said, I don't feel like I've met a lot of Jewish people here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to say, but I think the best I can tell you is that is I think it's a little more real for people. Can I um, just say what, what my impression would be on that? It seems to me like um, what it would be like to discuss slavery in America if all the black people were gone. So you can picture that. Maybe they not They don't talk about it. Well, maybe not all, but you know what I mean? It's like in, in America, that stuff is still there. But in, in Austria, 99% of the Jews aren't there anymore. So, so it seems like your, your basic reaction, your, your basic way that it's dealt with is, we don't fucking talk about that because <laughs> we're the ones that did it. We're going to say, fuck it, we're not discussing it. And that's, I mean, and this is just my very ignorant view from, from the, the few conversations me and Pete have had, but, but it, it seems to me to be like one of those things where they can ignore it, so they do. Wow. Wow. And see, my thing is like, you know, what you just said about all the Jewish people are gone. Now, mind you, like you said, they're not all gone, but you have to understand, a lot of Jewish people migrated to other parts of the world as well now. So it's not yeah. like all of them were. It's just like us. It's just like the Native Americans, as they, as they say. And we, all of them ain't gone, but, you know, hey, you know, it's a few left over. But my thing is, you know, just trying to understand, you know, hey, look. I don't know, like, I don't know if, if, if what happened to the Jews, they call it the Holocaust. Now, I don't know if, if that's a, 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 a term only, uh, only meant, you know, if, if that's just like a, a, a Jewish, like the Jewish term for it, whatever. But, I mean, Native Americans can, 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 can claim the same thing. But, see, I wouldn't dare call it the Holocaust. I wouldn't, because I don't want to disrespect, I don't know the meaning behind the actual word Holocaust. And black well, people care for that matter, too. But, it, you know, it, but, I mean, it, it, it seems just, it seems like, you know, okay, since we're talking about the Jews and, and what happened back then, it's just like, I, I, I want to know, okay, then, it, okay, so they're, they're out of Austria. 
you know, so it's like, okay, well, you know, because some did, you know what, you have Russian Jews, you have Polish Jews. Yeah, there are still some German Jews left, but, I mean, there were Jews, you know, all over the world, just like there are black people. And, you know, I, I'm just wondering, you know, like, look, as far as I go, I know my culture, you know, but I, I, was, I was just asking Pete, you know, I'm, I, look, Pete, I'm going to tell you something right here and now. You are fucking awesome. You are fucking awesome. Because I think you have shed more light on this shit than I could have ever read online or in any fucking book or whatever. I think you're fucking awesome. You know, but, you know, I I just want to, like, get the feel on, you know, what it's like living, you know, over there years after. I mean, fuck Mm -hmm. it. Damn near a century after the Holocaust, you know what I'm saying? That's just like, yeah. what is life like over there? I mean, yeah, Pete, um, I just think I just think you're fucking awesome for this shit. Thank you, I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, again, I, I have to say, you know, I have to put a caveat on anything I say, which is that you know, this is these are just my impressions. Um, right. I I've only been here for a while, but I if I try to simplify, you know, when you ask what it's like that. Uh, it's kind of like that. It's a question that's always on the table, but you're never quite sure how to ask it. Um, right. I don't. I don't really know. You know. I think about it a lot, and I. I, um, I often have moments. You know, in in the old city, when I when I think about that, you know, like you see these plaques, you see these monuments, and it, it brings it back. Um, you go into some older people's homes, and they have, um, you know some kind of memorabilia from their fallen sons or husbands from the second world war and they got iron crosses on them and stuff and it kind of scares you uh you see pictures of of people from the turn of the century and they've all got little square mustaches and and parts in their hair which north americans can only associate with hitler and it creeps you out and you don't really know how to ask about any of it because you're not even sure what the question is um But it's very present, you know. It's it's really very, uh, pre- at least for me. I, I think it it's it's buried deeper for people who are actually from here. Right. Okay. Like right on a lighter note. Right. Who the fuck over there thought of Vienna sausages? Uh, what the fuck I want to know? <laughs> well, where, where the fuck Vienna sausages come from, man? Really? Yeah, no. I, who'd have thought of some nasty, mushy pieces of meat packed in a little metal tin? You know what I'm saying? And think about something here, eat this. Who the fuck thought of that shit? That's what I want to know. Who thought of that shit? I now have a question for you. Describe to me a Vienna sausage as you know it. Please. I just told you. Okay, okay, so it's a little squishy sausage in a tin? I don't even know if you can call it Pete. I don't even know if you can call it a sausage. It's just like a little, a little, a little meat tube, if you want to call it that. Put it this way: a little compacted piece of meat. I don't know what kind of meat is in it. I don't know what parts of the meat are in it. And they put it in a can with some nasty ass juice, and they sell it to you in the store. Talking about some here, eat this. Where the hell that come from, man? Um. It doesn't come from Vienna. That's nothing to do with Vienna. I've never seen one. Um, but if you would, it's a hot dog, is what it is. What we eat back home is basically that's a Vienna sausage. Essentially, is a hot dog. Um, in Vienna, they're called Frankfurters, right? So from from Frankfurt, Frankfurt, Germany. I and get in that. Frankfurt, they're called 
Vienna. So from Vienna. So I don't know where they actually come from, but it's basically a German thing and it's a hot dog. This weird meat tube in a in juice in a can. I don't know what the fuck that is. That seems to be an American thing. Uh, can't explain that one to you. They representing y'all wrong, man. They representing yeah, y'all wrong. Because right. I'm yeah. telling you, them shits are fucking horrible, man. It sounds fucking horrible. Those gross. shits are fucking horrible. But you know what, though? We eat them motherfuckers. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> we the fuck out of I mean, the, the reputation from over here is that that um, Americans, let me put it lightly, Americans are no stranger to fucked up weird food. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, bro? That's how it looks from Europe. Is that in North America people eat shitty food? Is basically what I'm saying. Um, oh, I'm not okay. saying I agree, but that this that is the general impression over here. I gotta say here, I got I gotta add my little piece here. I ate. Uh, out in Vienna a lot, and I gotta say they are some fucking amazing cooks. Like that was some good food. Venus, listen. In North America, we inherited English food. That's the problem. That's yeah. where our food yeah. history comes from, and that's not really that's not so hot. You don't have much to work with. But one thing in defense of American food, which is constantly getting shit on over here, and I find myself defending, uh, cheesecake is one of the greatest things in the world, and the Austrians never figured it out. McDonald's, but I end up going to McDonald's here because it's the only damn place you can get a piece of cheesecake. <laughs> wow. Hold on, you get cheesecake at your McDonald's? Yep. They have these McCafe things. It's where McDonald's tries to be like a sort of a fancy European cafe and they send uh -huh. like little cakes and, you know, and cheesecake, which is, you know, is good. They do, they do a decent slice of cheesecake, I have to say. And in and, and our defense, as far as, uh, you know, us getting our food from the English, no. That's where the evil white man get that damn food. <laughs> yes, I'm a enough, nigga. I eat hog yes. balls, chitlins, and sauce. Okay, understand? I eat pig foot, collard greens, turnip greens, mustard greens, all that good shit. That's how y'all nasty white folks eat. Eat all <laughs> yeah, that no, bullshit with that's no seasoning and shit. Hey, come to my hood. Pete, you are welcome to my hood, Miami, any damn that's time you want. I bet you, I bet your mama, which is you and Owen's mama, I bet your mama that you go home licking your lips. Ain't no way for, where is that bullshit? Man, let me tell you something. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but white folks can't cook. Sorry, sorry to tell you. Now, there are some white folks that can cook. Now, if they from the South... And they get down like how they used to get down back in the day, them slavery days and shit. They 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 might be working with something, but white folks can't cook worth of shit. Sorry, well, not no good food. Not, I mean, they bring their own that's shit that's in there. They, they, you, they do the sushi and the, and the steak tartare and the, the beef Wellington. In all that is garbage. Here. That is bullshit. Now, that come is on, bullshit. In all fairness, you are talking about southern white folks, right? We are, we are like talking I said, about white folks but, but, from but, the but south. Oh, wait, if I may, if, if, if I may interject, Owen, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he said, I'm just saying, he was generalizing, you know, 
North American food tasting like shit. Fuck no, that. No, no, no. I, that's I'm not a part of North America. I'm just telling you. Not. Hold on. Nigga, yeah. you're a part of North America. Not. Hold on. What happened to your poutine? You, 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 you ain't hyping your poutine? Nigga, you're oh, part of North on. America. What the come hell? On. Fuck North America. Shit. That's them, that's them shitty ass yeah, white folks who came over made. here bringing them I same bland ass taste buds over here. Don't want to put salt on nothing. Don't want to put pepper on nothing. They want to put herbs and shit and, and all this. But fuck that. Nigga, put some salt on your goddamn food, man. Put some salt on your motherfucking food, nigga. Put some hot sauce on your... Put some hot peppers on your shit, nigga. Fuck that. Nigga, barbecue them goddamn ribs, nigga. Put some sauce on them goddamn ribs, nigga. Listen, listen, listen people here, I need, I need everybody to calm down. If what we're going to do here is try to prove that Southern barbecue is not awesome, we are going to lose. We're not doing that. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying that... <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. White we're, we're, we're not. Cook, it's only because you live in America. If you came to Europe <laughs> and you sampled French cooking, Spanish cooking, Italian cooking, German cooking, it's good shit. It's meat. There's potatoes. It's good. There's all kinds of good shit going on. All kinds of good sauces, pizza, fucking whatever. Uh, yeah, you don't do refined palate. Love it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a call. Hang out here. Just okay. just time out here, people. Time out. Uh, we have got to admit that there are many, many, many awesome cuisines in this world and that uh, black folks have cornered the market on incredibly good food and that also white Europeans have a fantastic cuisine and palate. And if we start arguing about this, we will be here for another four hours because, come on, guys, there's incredible food on all sides. What I will admit and what I would really like to put out there is that, yep, chill, you're right, white people in the South, probably can't cook and uh, unless they're ripping off black people and that what you have to remember is that throughout history in North America white people rip off black people all the time so our cooking is um, what we stole from you a lot of the time and also yeah you, you stole it but <laughs> you didn't perfect it you stole it but you didn't do shit with it and yeah, my no, thing is and my thing is this. Italian food is the shit Chinese food is the shit. Hey, I'm I'm even tempted. Like, hey, go across the water. Hey, um, that bangers and mash shit. I'm tempted to try that shit. Fish and chips. Let me see what you're talking about. I get that shit, but I'm just saying we we generalizing on it. I'm not saying that we're better. I'm just saying (laughs) y'all motherfuckers can't cook. That's all. We're we're (laughs) we're comparing the um, genius that was arrived to through uh, slaves being given the worst parts of the food and then making beauty out of it to uh, the garbage that the very, very lowest of uh, the white race has been able to produce. English food is shit. I'm telling you, like, English food... Talk to like, me now. Come on. Talk to me now. You ain't telling me nothing now. No, talk to me. Well... Here's, here's what I'm saying. We are at topic number two, and we are about an hour and a half in. So if you guys are good, I would like to change yeah. gears Man, here. just ride, Owen. Just ride out, All right. nigga. Just okay. ride. Uh, okay, so here's where I was going with this. My brother here, my wonderful brother, who, as you people know, clearly is incredible. Uh, we have established that so far. And also is my, um, you know, 
I, I made him that way. So um, what I'd like to ask him about is, um, <laughs> Pete, I hope you don't mind me saying this uh, on the air because I'm about to say it, but uh, he is about to have a baby. And um, I wanted to talk about a few things uh, for my new, my new little diamond, Mr. James, Julian Diamond probably. or Julian probably. James. Probably. Probably. And uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about that, brother. Like, holy fuck, I'm so glad. And we just found out uh, yesterday that my dad is actually going to buy me a ticket to fly over to Austria to meet this little bastard. Hey, Pete, Pete, yo, Pete, yo, baby, going to have a black uncle. Uncle Chill. (laughs) Chill. I'm going to be an uncle. Okay, then. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Congratulations, Uncle Chill. <laughs> so, um, uh, as you guys might or might not know, I got two little ones. I got a four-year-old boy and an 18-month or 19-month-old girl. And um, I've been finding a, a, a few things uh, lately that have been really sort of uh, testing my, my fathering abilities. So, um, mm, uh Pete and I, uh, our mother died in uh, 2003 from breast cancer after a long uh, struggle. And it was uh, very bless tough Bless her soul. Us. God bless her soul. Thank you. And um, ever since he was old enough to understand, I've been telling him about her, showing him pictures about her. And uh, um, it's, it's very interesting because when they're that age, they really don't get what that is, right? So we'll drive past a graveyard, and he'll say, what's that? And I'll say, that's a graveyard. He wants to know, what's a grave? So I tell him that's where, uh, where they bury people when they die. And uh, he wants to know, why are people in the graveyard? So, you know, we talk about this. And um, uh, it's, it's something that I have to talk to him about essentially on a daily basis because he really doesn't understand it, but he wants to. He knows it's a big deal. He knows uh, when, he, when he talks to me about it at the wrong moment, he'll get a tear out of me, right? And um, one thing he does a lot is uh, ask us, what would you think if Ellis died? Ellis is my daughter. And I'll, you know, I'll tell him what, he th- what I think about that. And he'll say, you know, I just imagined that you died. And... Um, the thing about uh, about this whole thing is that it's it's not something I ever really thought about explaining before. So I'll do this on the fly. I'll 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 try to come up with a a, uh, a definition for him. And and with us, um, what happened with us is is when mom died. When right before she died, she just she said, uh, "I want you guys to scatter my ashes on the island of Kuzan in the Seychelles." That's a place that my dad and my mom had this um, <clears throat> huge, huge bond about because uh, they lived there for years. And my dad actually uh, developed some of the legislation that makes that place a protected island. And it, uh, it has this huge significance to us. So one of her, I just think she's an amazing woman for all, the, all sorts of reasons. But this one in particular, she made us travel all the way around the world to scatter her ashes off this mountaintop uh, in Kuzan. And um, I have to explain to him what it means um, that she's not buried in a grave. And it's a very difficult sort of uh, mixture to come to, right? Because I, I got to tell him about death and I got to tell him this and that. But I don't want to explain about how, you know, 
mm, he the bodies are burned and they turn into act, like that that's too much detail uh one of the things that i really believe as a parent is that you answer their questions and nothing more about things like this they're ready when they need to know they're they'll ask you you don't tell them more than they asked and um for me uh it's been quite a it's a balancing act because as you people may well know, I'm kind of verbose. I like to go on and on and on and on and explain more than oh, I probably shit. should. <laughs> Shut up, chill. And um, so one thing I'm asking about, uh, Pete, um, what's your plan there, bro? Like what, how, how are you going to approach this? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing. It's a, it's a, it's, I don't want, like I've had several people tell me, don't talk about death with your kids. Don't tell them anything about it. Just, just, just save Why? them until they're old Why? enough. And that to me is bullshit. It's a huge thing and it's the most possible no, thing. So sorry, no, Joe, what we saying? Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead, Pete. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Um, as Purely conceptually, uh, I, I I would like to believe that that kids are are capable of handling a lot more than than people give them credit yes. for. Um, yes, but we'll see. You know, I mean, I'll see. I think it depends on who the kid is too, and 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 what kind of an individual they are. And I just hope I'm going to be able to that I'll have enough time to to figure out what I think my 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 son will be able to handle, and you know, whatnot. Is it my turn now? Yes. Okay. I think that's bullshit. Okay. Straight up. I I think that's some straight bullshit. Let me let me let me tell you something. See, I, I'm I'm gonna piggyback on what P just said. See, you don't give kids enough credit. Now, when they come out the pussy, right? And you know, you're holding a kid in your arms and shit, and you're thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna break this little motherfucker." Uh, not, not. Okay. That ain't gonna happen. Let me tell you something. Stop babying these goddamn kids now. Now, I know death is a tricky subject, but guess what? They're kids. It's just tricky for you. A kid is an open vessel. A kid is waiting for you to put, you know, what's, you know, to put shit in their in, in head, okay? A kid don't know death from doo-doo, okay? So when somebody die, you know what you do? You step up to them, and you talk to them, and you tell them like it fucking is. That's what you do. A kid don't know that what's not right and what's right. A kid don't know about etiquette. A kid knows what you teach them, okay? Early on in, the, in, in, in their lives, what what they call formative years, okay? Th- that means something. Those are the years that kids are shaped and taught, okay? Those are the years that kids are developing and forming their personalities, okay? The, the people that they're going to be when they get grown, okay? What the fuck are you scared of? Look, if somebody die, look, you tell your, I'm just saying, this is me. I'm not saying you do it. If I had kids, somebody died, I tell my kids, yeah, they they gone. Yeah, they died. Now, you might want to sugarcoat and say, yeah, they with the angels. But for the most part, no, they died. They, they're dead. They're not coming back. Okay? And look, whatever, and from that point, if your religion takes over and 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 needs and, and and leads you to tell them that they're gonna see them again someday, you do that. But for the most part, no, you tell them the truth. The fuck would you have your kid 
five, six years old, scared of death for? No. No. See, that's the thing. Well, like I say, it's just like, you know, if I ever had kids, now I know that some parents that, that have little kids, and when they talk to their kids, they talk to their kids with baby talk. Hell no. No. Kids, no. Nigga, go take the damn trash out. Nigga, put that down. I ain't going to say nigga now. You know, but I'm just saying, put that shit down. Get it out your mouth. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to thank you. Go to your room. Whatever. You know, you talk to them like people. That's what I think. Uh, uh, look, I am not a parent. Okay? I never plan on being a parent. But you know what? I have raised God children. And I'm talking about when I say raised, I mean raised. I'm talking about coming home from the hospital. I ride out straight out the pussy. You know what I'm saying? And I have never talked to my God children with them baby voices. And I have never lied to my God kids. You know? Look. Tell your kids what time it is about life and death, okay? Tell them. Tell them. Now, if they get now, if you tell them right, chances are they won't be scared. Guess what? They'll understand. And then guess what? When they have a classmate or whoever, someone their age who's going through the same thing, guess what? Your kid might be able to impart wisdom on their classmate, six or seven years old. You never know. Don't ever be afraid to tell your kid the truth and to give your kids wisdom. I've 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 always been an advocate of telling kids like it is, except when it comes to sex. Okay, because nowadays I don't get it. But at the same time, look, when I was six years old, I learned about the birds and the bees. You know what I'm saying? I learned about it. But that's neither here nor. I'm talking about other than sex. When it comes to real life. Tell your kids what time it is, man. What the fuck are you scared of? You know what I'm saying? By you being hesitant, your kids going to pick up on that, and they going to think it's something wrong with death. Tell your kids what time it is. I'm out. I don't talk too long. This is why I consider you my close, close cheddar, chill, is that uh, <laughs> you fucking, you got it. You got it on the nose. No, that's what I do, man. That's, that, that's my approach uh, with the kids. But, you know, um... I look. You, look. Can, can I interject real quick, Owen? You have to. You impart, and you give your kids confidence too. Don't forget that. Now, if you explain something to your kids, and you're not sure of what you're explaining it or how you're explaining it, that's how your kids are going to absorb it. That's just my opinion. It's yeah. just my opinion. No, you're right. Now, if and you, let, now, let if you, you know how like stuff that. is, you know what you do? Look, they don't know nothing about nothing. They don't know two from Jello. They looking for you. It's up to yeah. you to put what you need them to know into their head. Would you rather you tell them or the streets or the television tell them? You think I hear about you, man. that. No, that's, that's what you how, think, That's Pete? my approach. That is my approach. And I got to say, like... That's that's always how I've been. Is is um, my little guy will ask me why, and I don't ever say just because. Because I said I never, never tell him uh, to um, you know because I said so. That to me is 
is death. That's that's poison to a mind. And because of that, uh, you know, my, you know, we, we, we always hear from our daycare uh, providers that he knows all this shit. He was explaining to his uh, daycare teacher the other day how the dinosaurs died out because of an asteroid filling the uh, atmosphere with, with uh, dust in the air. And that's what killed them because the sun couldn't produce plants. Like, that's because I tell him that shit. And I got to tell Pete, you, here's you a little example. Pete, what you, okay? I'm sorry, Ron. Yeah, Pete, the, what you think about what I just said? You agree, disagree, I, I what you got? It, man. That's that's how I go with it. That's how I go with it. That's what I that's what I do with my kids. I don't want him to know anything. I don't I don't want to ever not tell him something that is true. But on the other hand, Wait a minute, you still like sound sex. like you. Is this Pete? Where's Pete? I'm here. Pete, yes. Pete what you think? Uh yeah. I mean it all it all sounds good. Uh but at this point it's just for me, it's it's not real yet. I haven't tried any of this out, uh, but it all sounds good. I mean, in principle, I think it's interesting what Owen said about not answering their questions beyond the question itself. Uh, that sounds pretty reasonable to me because I think I think it probably makes sense that a kid will ask you what he wants to know. Yeah, um, and that you, you know. I think kids are are capable of handling a whole lot of stuff, but I also know that you know when I was a kid, I was also very deeply upset by certain things. That um, and yeah, it's okay. You can be upset sometimes. It's not that that's you know that's it's not that you have to avoid that at all costs. But there may be some things might have been a little easier a little bit later down the road. So I think it makes sense to to really listen to what the kid asks and and craft your answer based on what he's really asking you. That's um, what I'm saying. That's, but again, that, it's just theory. I don't know yet. I haven't tried any of it out. So that's we'll all see. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you don't you you keep things from him. All I'm saying is that he asks you, "What is cremation?" You say, "That's when um, a body doesn't go into a grave. It gets uh, it gets um, into an oven, and they they make it into ashes." You don't go on about how it's all you know. We take the body and we burn it up, and the bones <laughs> and the flesh and all the fat turns into ashes, and that's what happens. You know, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you right. hide stuff from them. Right. I'm just saying you don't need to elaborate where you don't need to elaborate. And let me just give you a quick example of of why I, I think you. that I particular there, system is working out. Right. So my my little boy has um, several different friends whose uh, parents are same sex couples. And uh, the other day he said to his mom just in passing, he said, uh, when I grow up, I think I will marry a girl or a boy. I don't know. Right. And to me, for me, that was like that was like a gold star parenting moment to me. That was like I was so fucking proud of that because I was so happy to hear that his particular impression of the world was not that mummy needs a daddy, daddy needs a mummy, and that's what's going to happen. And since I'm a boy, I have to marry a girl. That seems sort of small. It seems like nothing. But to me, that was, that was huge, right? That, uh, you know, that sort of thing. That's great. Right, but that's just like what I said. You know, I, I, what I just said was like, you know, when it comes to sex, you know, you do what you do. But I said, as far as everything else, be upfront with your child. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's what I was just saying a minute ago. You know, when, when it comes to sex, you know, A, you proceed with caution. You you do what you see as fit. You know what I'm saying? So, A, I applaud you and um, 
your little boy. You know what I'm saying? And that's some big boy shit, which little boy said. That that hey, that's some Jack, grown man four. shit right there. He's, you know what I'm saying? Four. That's really some grown man shit. So I applaud he's, that. But you he, know, like I say, Owen. You know, sometimes it's just like you know. Well, one of the things I like about you is that you have an open mind, and you know, I understand. Look, I don't understand, but I understand. Being a parent, I, I can only imagine how hard it is to be a parent, and I can only imagine how hard it is to to want to do the right things and, and, and tell your kids the right things. But you know, if 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 I can say anything to that, don't sugarcoat shit, man. Don't do it. Don't sugarcoat shit. Because you know what? When you sugarcoat shit, what you do is you leave room for other influences to come into your child's life and take over. You know, exactly. if you just set a firm foundation and you and you establish the fact that, hey, what I'm telling you is the real deal all the fucking time, then peer pressure won't be an issue. You know, self-esteem won't be an issue. You You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's my, my, my belief exactly. That, that's why you and me get along so good, I think. What do you think about it, Pete? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think in principle, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same, the same wavelength. Uh, I think I, I'm probably not convinced that, that self-esteem and so on would not be an issue if you, if you establish yourself as, as someone who tells the truth. I think it's probably less of an issue. Um, right. But I wouldn't go into it thinking that that was going to save them from it exclusively. I think I think there's yeah. a lot more to that. But definitely, I I mean, the idea that the kid can rely on what he or she hears from you being an honest answer and being, to the best of your knowledge, the truth. I think that that's worth a lot. I think your I think your kids have to respect you, and that that's really the only way you can go forward. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. I feel you, I feel you. All right, guys, so um, thank you so much for, for touching on this one. This is a, a big deal to me. Uh, you guys good to move on? Yes. Come on, come on with it, man. All right there, uh, Mr. Montreal, I would like to throw a uh, an ass chill at the listeners. Can we uh, pull that off in the next couple of minutes here? Actually, you know what? I'm going to start off with the one that I have as an email, and then we'll go to one uh, that we have as a voicemail. Uh, So this here is an Ask Chill that came in from Mr. Leonard Brothers, one of my many podcast heroes. And uh, I'm going to read this off, and then, Chill, you're going to answer it if you don't mind. And uh, even if you do, you know what? Uh, fuck you. L Brothers okay. Media. At L Brothers Media. Leonard Brothers says, What's up, Clove? Hey, Shirley. Before I go any further, I just want to speak to the man and woman of the house. I hope this is all well. I might end up calling in sometime. But for now, I wanted to send this via email since I'm at work. Anyway, on to my question. For the Queen of Miami, a.k.a. Chill. Okay, chill. wait, 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 no, wait, 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 no, no, no. Uh, my brother from another mother. Uh, trust me on this one. We're going to have to bypass this question. Uh, the, the question, he know the question, but you know what? Um, if you think back. On the show, um, when I answered it, and Chonilla was like, "Just thank you for not uh, putting people on blast." And I'm gonna tell you like this: Wow, you know what? I'm gonna say this. 
And this is what I told uh, Leonard. Now, hold on. For those of you who want to hear the question, if you donate, maybe we'll post the question. <laughs> Only for those people who, who donate, we will post the question privately online. Trust me, it's worth it. But uh, to answer Linda Brothers' question, uh, kill him with kindness. I know the question that you speak of, and put the, that that's that's a that's a that's a glitch in our matrix because we didn't we didn't uh, tell you about it. I don't know, but uh, I talked to Clover and Shirley about it. I emailed them about it, and and uh, between the two of them, they were like. I think it was Shirley, because you know Shirley. She just want she just want peace for everybody. She was like, "Thank you for not uh, putting nobody mm-hmm. on Front Street or whatever." And uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. My thing, no, was, see, my thing um, was just I like kill her that. I just so, uh, went ahead. If y'all want to hear the actual it. question, well, I, I went. Y'all I went donate to the show, and and, and 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 for those who done the show, we'll find out who you are, and we'll post the question for you. All right. I went ahead and read it as Chill was uh, going on and on there, and she's right. You're going to have to uh, donate and um, make mention of this in particular if you want to hear it. So, uh, Leonard, you know, um, I think you know what we're both talking about. And uh, uh, the, 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 the Twitter bombing incident, that's, all I, that's the only thing I can, I can, I can uh, term it as, Twitter uh, bombing. Yeah, let's not throw okay. shade on uh, people who are listeners. Um, it involves a certain individual who is, in fact, also most likely a fan and is definitely a follower of mine. I am w- at Captain O Dog on uh, Twitter. Follow me if you want. Don't if you don't. I don't give a fuck. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna spew this shade. Just so y'all know, go ahead, we're not fly. gonna go ahead. I just said y'all, and I'm white. Sorry, people. Um, I'm not gonna go ahead and spew this. Um, you guys can take care of this on your own because I'm pretty sure you guys are both followers followers of each other. So uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. And, 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 and plus, and plus the, the, and, the party uh, involved we'll, we'll are a part of Chocolate Nation and. I just can't get with that uh, Chonella Nation hate on hate. I can't get yep. with that. So, uh, yep. boom. If, if you guys are going to send in messages here about how much uh, you're having a problem with the other person, you know what? It's like I tell my kids, work it out. If there's no blood, Please do. you guys got to do what? it yourselves. Making, we, we, we make an exception for Leonard Brothers because uh, that's our nigga. And uh, yeah. in case you don't know, that's Leonard Brothers, uh, L Brothers Media. Y'all check it out on Facebook. But yeah. go ahead, though. Next question, if you don't he, mind. He's, he's your, uh, and we're just so everybody's clear, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> and even if I was, I wouldn't. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyway, um, Mr. Uh, engineer in Montreal there, um, DJ, hit that. Hi, 11-year-old height show. I have, a, like, I want, this is such a dire question that I was like, let me just ask both chill and then 11-year-old, like, at once to get, like, a really comprehensive answer. Okay, so my question is, what's wrong with SpongeBob SquarePants? Like, people, like, grown-ups all the time say that, oh, little kids shouldn't want SpongeBob SquarePants. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why. I, I really don't. Like, when I was a little kid, I knew from Jump Street, like, by, like, maybe seven or eight, that Bugs Bunny was a transvestite, that Elma Fudd was, you know, like, maybe a closet homosexual. There's nothing wrong with that. That Foghorn Leghorn, he was a racist. And that Daffy Duck, he was obviously black. You know, I knew... 
and then that what's his name, Wally Coyote, like that he was a black man, and then the Roadrunner was obviously a white woman. So I mean, like, you know, all that subtle stuff. I picked that up in elementary school, but I watched SpongeBob SquarePants, and I don't understand what the what what's so negative with SpongeBob. The only thing I could think of is that it's just silly. It's like the kids aren't learning anything. Like I think the main theme for SpongeBob is friendship, you know, for accepting others for who they are because Patrick is um Patrick is men is um has challenges with his brain. I don't think Patrick <laughs> has a brain, but anyway, I mean, the friendship thing, the accepting people for who they are and for doing you regardless of what people say, those are the, the, the themes that capture SpongeBob. But I just, I, I don't understand why grown-ups are all protesting SpongeBob and everything else because I like SpongeBob and I let my five-year-old watch SpongeBob. So I just don't understand that. I don't understand why I should let my child watch SpongeBob. So... 11-year-old chill, I need for you guys to marinate on that and give me a reason why adult, adults don't, watch, don't want young people to watch SpongeBob SquarePants. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Hello? Yeah. Okay, so let's get the question right. What did she say? How come... Grown folks have an issue with children why should listening kid, to SpongeBob SquarePants. Is that basically the question? SpongeBob. She just wants to know what the hell is wrong with SpongeBob that makes parents not want to let their kids watch it. You know what? Sad to say, but uh, it 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 seems to me that uh, a lot of parents are are stupid nowadays. Basically, <laughs> That's a good uh, <laughs> but point blank, they're, they're, they're fucking idiots. Uh, considering that we just got through talking about uh, how parents should shape their kids' uh, lives, you know, as far as their thought process goes and all that shit. Uh, sometimes parents can just be stupid. I mean, cause look, I'll take you back further than than that. A uh, little bit of Charlie Brown and uh, come on, Peppermint Patty, gay. We 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 all knew that. Yeah, look at Scooby Doo. You know what I'm saying? Fred gay. You know what I'm saying? Velma gay. Bernie. Some people think she's a freak. Please wait. I think she's bisexual. That that's real talk. It, Velma, I think she can get down. You know what I'm saying? On on the dick and the stick, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She can get down. But she got basically, to answer your question, thing. I just think parents are just stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a shame, but I think parents are are more influenced by media than their kids are. I mean, look, we all know, this is my opinion, Squidward is gay. Come on, interpretive dance, really? He's gay. <laughs> SpongeBob is just like, SpongeBob is what he is, okay? Yeah, you're right. Okay, Patrick, yeah, he's mentally challenged. But you know what? The moral of the story is... They all make it work. They're all big, one happy family, which means that it doesn't matter. You can get along with anybody as long as they treat you fairly decent. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as far as that, I wouldn't lose too much sleep over that. You know what I'm saying, Miss Lady? Hey, if you want to let your kids watch SpongeBob, let your motherfucking kids watch SpongeBob. And if they got an issue with it, 
Hey, you right there to set him straight. You know what I'm saying? All right, then. What's the next I, one? I would just like to add to that that um, generally speaking, um, the entire entertainment industry, as well as many other parts of uh, our world that have to do with creative processes, are in fact and have been, I believe, since way, way back, um, very much uh, overrepresented the, the staff of these industries is overrepresented by people who are not straight. So, you know what? Deal with it. Creative people, people that, um, you know, uh, come up with stuff that's interesting, probably gay. There's a lot of them out there. You're going to have to handle it at some point or another. Now, I happen to be speaking from a position of privilege, being up in Canada, where gay marriage is legal, and we have gotten past that whole fucking nonsense argument. So uh, I know I'm speaking from there, but um, people, it's 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 like I heard the other day, girl, manage. <laughs> oh shit! Go ahead, on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Pete, I got a couple more for you. Um, we're going we're going crazy long here, and I apologize for that, people. Sure. But this has been uh, some incredible shit, and I don't want to uh, cut it short. So um, you said no, no, nigga. Niggas ain't got all day, nigga. Okay? And I done told you what the fuck happens when I start talking too long. I told you my throat get dry. I start wheezing. I start honking and shit. Chill, nigga. chill, chill, chill. Hang on now. You know what I think you've got to do to fix your throat, right? No, I tell you what I got to do to fix my throat. But you don't you know. get that. Well, yeah. go ahead and do that. Go, 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 go down, ahead, go ahead. You go, you go down to a sports bar and you take care of that on your own time, all right? We're here you working. You know what? Nigga, fuck you and read the next question. <laughs> all right, so listen. Um, Peter, uh, you are my hero in a lot of ways because you have actually been able to take your love, which is art and drawing, and you have followed that shit to the point where you make money off it. And man, I cannot tell you how impressed I am by that. Like myself, I have, I have uh, passions. I have artistic creativity that I would love to do. But I've also decided that I'm going to stay here in the Maritimes. And based on that, I got to work jobs that are not what I would love to do. Now, I enjoy being an electrician. I enjoy um, what I do very much, but it is not my passion. It is not what I would do day to day, eight hours a day if I could. And Pete, I got to ask you, man, what's it like to follow your dreams? Uh, it's fucking pretty difficult. Um, it's frustrating. Uh, it's never quite what you want it to be. You're never quite satisfied. Um, but it is also incredibly rewarding. Um, you know, you spend a lot of time uh, scraping to get the next job. Uh, you spend a lot of time thinking, oh, fuck, this isn't really working. I can't really keep this going. You worry about it a lot. Um, and then when things are rolling along well, you feel like you're on top of the world. And for me at the moment, um, one of the things I keep in mind is that even, you know, it's, it's, it's my butter. It's not my bread and butter at the moment. Um, but for me, it's partly important as an expectant father to set an example for my kid that, that what I really want to do with my life and that thing that I am best at in life, uh, I'm going to give every possible chance to succeed. I'm going to pursue it. Um, and, you know, but I'm also going to compromise where I need to. And, um, you know, that's, um, 
that's where you're a good example for me. I mean, you're talking about how you you know you didn't follow whatever, um, but you you've done what you've needed to do to raise your kids, and you've rocked it. I mean, being an electrician, you're good at it, and you're kicking ass with it, and your kids are happy, and you're a good dad, and that's in the end, that's more important. Um, I'm trying to 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 do that while you know also getting paid to draw pictures and I'm going to do that as long as I can but um, you know if it doesn't last forever it doesn't last forever I'm just going to do my best thanks man and you know what I, I gotta admit that like I, I, I don't do what I, I would love to do professionally but I do get to raise those little fuckers and they're amazing so yeah <laughs> that's right. that you that. call them those crazy. little fuckers <laughs> what you call <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> What'd you say, Joe? I say he called them those little fuckers. God damn. That what you? That what parenthood is? That what you call your kids? Those little fuckers? Oh my Hell god. Yeah. That is what I he said. Those little fuckers, I huh? I understand. I had to wrestle that little 18 year old baby for fucking 10 minutes to wipe her bum this morning. Like, yeah, she's a little fucker. She's baby. my girl. But she's a little 18 fucker. years old, and you have to fight to wipe months. her ass? What, what the fuck going on up there in Canada? See, people, months. I told y'all. Didn't I tell y'all what was up with Owen? Didn't I tell y'all? <laughs> See, he done let it slip. Didn't uh, I tell y'all? Yeah. Easy there, Miami. <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, 18-month-old, you fucking sick Florida man. I thought you said 18-year-old. I know. Yeah, that's not, what you heard. It's on tape. It's on tape. That's, that's what happens when you got Miami ears. That's all good. Pete, what did no, you hear? <laughs> I heard 18 years. I, I heard oh. it. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. In My your bad. face, Owen. In your My face. Bad. I was starting to wonder who he was talking about, but now it's... In your face, right. Owen. <laughs> I'd apologize, but uh, you guys ain't worth it. All right, so uh, the next question wow. I have here is... Um, so, Pete, um, we had a really, really close uh, nuclear family growing up. We didn't have a lot of... Uh, uh, uncles and aunts and all that shit around, but um, like we moved around a lot. Uh, I was born in Kenya. Uh, we moved to England after that. We moved to Ottawa after that. We moved to Saskatoon after that. We moved to New Brunswick after that. And, uh, you know, all that moving around was a little weird. And um, basically, uh, I just realized the other day, um, I was at, um, the wife's got a very, very close family. She's got, uh, three brothers and sisters and they've all got, um, uh, babies too. So we did this huge family portrait where, uh, we had all the family in this portrait and it's just me being the interloper, right? There's, there's all these people. And I realized that ever since I've been going back to, to Fredericton to, to go visit, I've had this, this, this subconscious problem going to stay in that house because she's basically lived in that house since she was born and for me the idea of a family home is this like it's, it's a dream I've never had that and I realized that um, that uh, being being confronted with that uh, stability and shit has been hard on my head and uh, it, it came to me that that's because our family's never been like that our family's been broken up been um uprooted I should say ever since we were kids and especially now that mom's dead 
And the dad uh, is very, he's very happy. I couldn't be happier for where he is with his new wife. Uh, I, I love her so much. My stepmom is the best person he could have ended up with. But the end result is I got no family home. I got no root that way. I've got no sort of nothing tying me down family-wise. And for whatever reason, psychologically, my brain wants that. And um, with you being so far away, like, like back, in the, back when, um, when you were living in Halifax and you would come home for family uh, time and for, for, for holidays, that wasn't so, so clear to me. But this last uh, Thanksgiving, I was home and I realized that I am all alone. I don't have anybody else from my original family that, uh, that can come out for stuff like that. And I just wonder, is that, is that a thing for you? Is that something that fucks with you? I mean, you've got this great family over there. And that's the thing with me, right? My in-laws are incredible. I love them so much. I could, I basically married my wife for my in-laws. I love them so much. They are incredible. My, my father-in-law is the shit. That guy, like, I would go through anything for him. My mother-in-law, she, when my mom died, she said, don't you worry. Your mom told me he's going to need a mother, and that's me. And I'm here for you, and I'm your mother. And my stepmother said the same thing. She said, I am your mother. Don't worry. Like, I am here for you. So I don't have anybody that's rejecting me. I don't have any problems other than that's not my nuclear family, right? So, sorry, people. Getting a little worked up here. You know what? (laughs) Your ass need to be sorry. Because, you know, goddammit, you know what? Y'all motherfuckers about to talk about something. I'm long-winded. Really, people? Really? <laughs> this nigga is going through Roots White Edition, okay? Really? <laughs> and y'all want to sit here and say, I talk too much? Really? Uh, that's what y'all... Really, Owen? Really? So you're going to sit here and you're going to run through kindergarten through 12th grade with your damn life history and shit? Really? That's what you're going to do? And th- hey. Really? Hey, okay, hey, go ahead. Hey, Pete, Jill, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Poo Poo. Pete, you know what? I like you. You know what? Girl, and I pe- You know what? It must be something to go out with a brother, you know, with ADHD. Because, God damn it, it's show on display now. It really is. You know what I'm saying? Now, I hog up the conversation because I'm drunk. I'm trying to figure out why the hell he held up the conversation. This nigga got life issues. Oh, my God. He got hopes and dreams. What's wrong with your brother, Pete? But before you answer that question, can you answer his question? Please and thank you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, well, it is a thing for me. Um, it's a different thing for me, though, because, um, yeah. Fuck, I don't know. That, that, that's that's a tough one. It wasn't exactly a question, um, so that's a, it's a little tricky. But yeah, you know, the thing for me is that you you can't go back. It's an it's a cliche, but it's true. You can never go back. Um, the longer I'm here, the more I think. Anytime I think about going home, for example, because my family is there. I can't go back to a time when we all lived in the same place um, and we were relatively stable. Um, It's unlikely that we'll all end up living in the same city again for a number of different reasons. Um, I think in terms of how I handle the notion of roots and everything, 
I basically I try to focus on on the positive parts on on the parts where I'm lucky. Um, and you know, there's a plant. There's this a plant with these really hard, sharp sort of spear-shaped leaves, and its name is mother-in-law's tongue. I don't understand where the fuck that comes from because my mother-in-law is a saint. Uh, my in-laws are fucking fantastic. Um, and I'm lucky. I, you know, that's not always the case. There probably is a reason why that plant is called mother-in-law's tongue. A lot of people seem to hate their in-laws. Because so they're generalizing, this, Pete. Now, come on. A man, uh, a man as learned as you, you should know fig- that. It's it's, it's, speech, they're you know? generalizing. Um, like you just yeah. said, for the most part, people hate their exactly. mother-in-law. And for the most part, people's mother-in-law, no matter what side they are, they have sharp mother. tongues, which means they get in your ass and they find fault with everything. Because you know why? They don't think that you're good enough for their people, their sons or their daughter. Now, really, Pete, okay, so, so between the two of y'all, really, really, do 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 we have to really go into this? Really, people, really, can't we get well, on to some know, fucking or something? Can't we talk about some pussy or some something? Really? Can we talk about hot dogs? How about hot dogs? Is, is, that, is that cool? Really, people? You know, I hate to break up the family reunion. I really do, but goddamn people! No, I'm just playing. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, 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 Miami, like... hey, hey, okay, okay. The two of you can shut up for a second. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it it does go back to you know kids. What you want to teach your kids? One thing I definitely want to teach my kids is not to fucking interrupt. Um, so <laughs> we got that. But yeah, the, the the other thing is is not what all I was trying to say is that. A lot of people don't have good in-laws. A lot of people are would not want to live in such proximity to their in-laws. But mine are great, so I concentrate on that. I feel lucky, um, and I, I don't think it. I think it maybe bothers me a little bit less than it bothers you. Um, I basically just feel like I'd, I'd like to be close to both sides of my family, but it's not physically possible. So, um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a work in progress that way. Nah, Pete, Pete, Pete. I'm just joking. Now you know me. On the real, because see, I don't think you're used <laughs> no, to I'm me just, yet. I'm just with you. Nah, now, Pete, you know, like I say, I get your shit by you not wanting your kids to interrupt. But you know what? Sometimes, goddamn it, you got to. Because if you don't, yeah, they then will. they'll be listening to y'all fucking family history for the next four <laughs> hours. And motherfuckers ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, Pete, I respect you and what you bring to the table. And I don't want you for a second to think that, you know, I don't, you know, uh, enjoy hearing what you're saying. That's, that's real <laughs> yeah, talk, I know. Don't, don't worry. That's I real didn't talk, actually all right? Just thought I'd drop a little so shot. So you, you go head. ahead and speak your mind, bro. That's just me being <laughs> being foolish and shit. But at the same time, <laughs> no, fuck you, good. nigga. No, I interrupt people. Well, you Sorry? know, like... Go ahead. I don't know who just interrupted who, but I, I was basically done with my piece. I just want to say, uh, you know what, chill. Um, and I mean, I don't, I don't want to be, uh, be repetitive here, but uh, girl... Manage. We'll be I tell right. you. And you know what, Owen? Sucker dick. That's real talk. <laughs> oh That's fuck! That talk. reminds me. Um, do we have uh, do we have any um, any uh, dicks to suck this week? Because I actually do have a particular um rating that I would like to give out. What about you, Chill? Oh. Oh, the same old thing, Mitt Romney. You stuck the same oh. dicks. Ain't nothing changed. Mitt Romney, you stuck the same dicks. Nick. That, that <laughs> motherfucker drives me nuts, man. Him talking about uh, about change, change, 
You fucking cocksucker. Are you kidding me? This is the guy yeah. who fucking pissed away half the jobs he ever had a chance to keep in the States. He sends them over to fucking... All right, I'm not even going to get going because I'm Canadian and theoretically I'm not supposed to care about that even though obviously your government has more to do with my life than my government does. But seriously, Mitt Romney, I want you to... Here, here's the deal. I want you to take the first six of Chill's dicks, which I have to assume are smaller ones, right? And I want you to take them and stick them right up your fucking pee hole, okay? Wow. Now, now that you got that done... Now just hang on, hang on. I, gotta, I, got, I, I just got to get through this. Take the other eight dicks and i want you to uh take some super glue some crazy glue whatever and uh get them all glued up against a good hard wall then you're going to take uh some electrical tape because i happen to know it's very good stuff and you're going to tape them all together in a nice fine point <laughs> and then you're going to take a forklift this is very important a forklift you're going to stand on that forklift you're going to bend over on that forklift and you're going to have your hands handcuffed to the rails on that forklift and then that forklift is going to drive as hard as it can as fast as it can towards that wall and fucking ram them up your ass motherfucker fuck you Mitt Romney thank you that's all I had to say wow wow that that you know what I ain't gotta say in your face Mitt Romney that's all I gotta say can I say something from the bottom yeah. of my heart Pete, I appreciate you. That's real talk, man. You know, hey, I hope you weren't too put off, you <laughs> no, know, by no. my uh, demeanor or whatever, my disposition, however you want to term it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I always have to say that at the end because, you know, like I say, sometimes I know I could be a little bit too much for people. You know what I'm saying? Hey, now I tried to, you know, I tried to uh, do what the people have wanted and talk less. But God damn it, y'all. You know, I, 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 really? Really? I, I, I couldn't take it. Now, it just, sometimes I just couldn't take it. But, Pete, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Owen speaks very highly of you, and he spoke very highly of you, and I see why. But Pete, it has, been a, it has been a real pleasure to talk to you. Likewise. That is real talk, Likewise. man. And you know what? I'm hoping that uh, our conversations aren't limited to this podcast. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, maybe one of these days we could sync up, you know, you know, off the clock, That's so good. to speak, and... Uh, we can have some conversation because it's like uh, I like you, man. You 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 all right, man. You you, you all right, man. And plus, the fact that Owen thinks the world of you, that means you know, hey, I think the world of you. So, you know, I want to appreciate you for putting up with my shit and being <laughs> being on the show. Cause I'm gonna tell you, Owen been hyping your ass since last weekend, shit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And I'm glad you didn't let him down. And I just want to let you know that, man. I, I appreciate you, and uh, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Like, thanks, Pete. That that was incredible. Um, I really appreciate you being on the show. I really appreciate uh, anybody listening. And, and please, people, send us some feedback. Tell us what you think. It means a lot to us. We are. Uh, we we may sound confident, but. Um, We've never done this before, right? This is our second episode, and we'd love to know what you guys think about this whole thing. And uh, I just want to say uh, thank you to Clove and Shirley. They are putting in the work on this that uh, we don't have to put in. Uh, soon enough, we will be putting it in ourselves, but they are our senseis, our gurus, our... Uh, 
you know, they're they're doing this for us, and they're they're walking us through this, and it's a huge deal. Uh, they they did all the hard work themselves with nobody listening, and um, for us to be able to piggyback off that is a huge thing. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you very much, Chill. You are um, a uh, ridiculous pain in my ass, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. So thanks, people. And thanks, like, you know. likewise, Thank nigga, because with your rambling <laughs> ass, it's like, nigga, really? What the fuck are you be talking about? I mean, God damn, you be getting into the depths and the details of your goddamn soul. It's like, really? Nigga, keep it light. But at the same time, I love you to death, nigga. I love your ass to death, man. And you know what? I just hope everybody else out there like what the fuck you, you, you bring it to the table. Because I'm telling you, you bringing that fire to the table, dog. You bringing that fire to the table. That's all I got to you know, say. Speaking of fire, one of you guys trying to get the other one to stop talking is like trying to put out a fire with a flamethrower. <laughs> Oh, but oh, okay, but oh, but really though, oh, okay, but 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 it was all good when you was you know leaving messages uh, for Chonilla throwing salt back Miami. Oh, it was all good when you talking about something. I don't want to get involved, but let me get involved and talk shit about Miami. Really? Oh, now see, I spared you earlier, but you know what? I can pick this back up now. I can pick this back up and tell you what you can do with your Miami talk. But you know what? Since you're such a great motherfucking guest, and since you're just such a good motherfucking person, I'm going to eat all of that, man. You know what? Whatever you say about me, I own it. You know what? I'm going to own it. So whatever whatever you got to say, good or bad, I'm going to own it. Because you know what? I would love to talk to you again on the show, man. You you all that, Pete. You all that, Pete. You are. Thank you are likewise. all that. Well, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy to come on again uh, sometime in the future. I hope to... Uh, Hope the show keeps on going for a long time. And I promise, I promise, I will shut up even more than I have shut up. You know what? For all my concern, this could be the Owen and Pete show next time. I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? I promise you, I will shut the (laughs) hell up completely. But we got to have you back, Pete. Got to. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd be pleased. I believe right. that when I see Hey, it, good luck. People... Congratulations on your new baby. You know what I'm saying? You. You, you, your new arrival that's coming. And, uh, hey, uh, uh, well, you know what? I have to tell you that off record because I almost told you my real name because I was going to tell you uh, that would be a nice name to, uh, if it's a little girl, that would be a nice name to name her. But I'll tell you off the record because I almost said my real name on the fucking record. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get with you later about that. Do it. All right. Owen? All right, Pete. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Best All of right. luck with your next episode. Hey, brother. Talk to you later. Later. All right, chill. Thank you so much, man. You are, as always, the best. And uh, hopefully uh, we will get to do this again next week. And you know what? Hey, people out there, um, I'm going to find a way to not hog the whole show. Because believe me, I'm, I'm, I, I thought I did a pretty good job this week. But just in case I didn't, I'm learning. Come like I say, my girl Gigi done told me not to talk so much. And I swear to God, I tried. Because, man, y'all just done told me your whole life story. And I didn't say shit. But I 
couldn't take it no more, so I had to say something. But I promise you, I'ma try. And uh, till next week, Owen. All right, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Peace out, y'all. Tastes like fried chicken. Dropping that neck that you're protecting. Next dropping the bomb, all perplexing. Y'all are all just dropping the ball. I'm not impressed, him. Came to ladle the flavor and maybe later make a hater. Take a sniff of the glove that he can savor. Fit in the description, it's us. You know the players. The usual suspects crush you with the data. Whack free, not attached to crap contractually. Just stacking up the factory, laughing at rappers' cavities. Holes in the heads, clueless, beyond reality. Saying nothing like a zombie masterpiece. I'm moving at max speed, eating mac and cheese in a haberdashery. Putting the splash in your daiquiri. Now that's classy, magic like the gathering. Flavor stables fresh, even Gavin has been lathering. Word bird, even when I crash, it's a masterpiece. Scads of acts are mad because their pads are catastrophes. Throwing rocks in your glass menageries to get you nowhere fast, like trying to pass in a traffic We're freeze. In the red zone. Next level till they're carving out of headstones. Check levels, then we end up in your headphones. Don't fight it on your hips, get your head flown. I'm finna go ahead and make you some more crab salad. Bye, motherfuckers. Love y'all.